coming up on Just Elders Podcast. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday, man. Appreciate it, brother. Let's give it up to Maul, man. As we approach episode 200, Maul has been on the podcast more than any other guest. Yeah. I've lost count. Shout out. The funniest statement I hear women say when you're talking about sex or something like that, the woman say something like, Well, I ain't got no complaints. Mm. That's the number one. That's the look. But look. When did you start fucking? Oh, yeah. about your, your dad don't like my daddy. He ain't, he ain't had no hoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. John in the building. Come on. Oh, shit. Got me a good successful marriage, man. In the yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come count on that shit your wife was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't writing no books, is you? <laughs> I mean, don't, don't try to do the math on that. Y'all. It's time, but you know what I'm saying? When do you start having a question? Is it and is it pre or post fucking? Well, I mean, it's always, always, always post fucking. Are you trying to fuck? Like, <laughs> and then mess around and make your own money. It's not about what your parents taught you. It's not it's about not what like your <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And we did it together. So it's like. Bro, we can have a personal brotherhood, but the business can be something different, yeah. and sometimes that might hurt your feelings. Was my woman? Nah, bro, nah, nah, bro. Listen, but bro. No, 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 no. Sources, sources it, it say that he said something sources. to sources. <laughs> now, now, every nigga that said that, I want to see a picture of your girl with her ass out right now. <laughs> every nigga, this, let me see a picture of your girl with her ass out. I would rather Let's, go ahead and pull it out. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, which one? I, but see, after listening to this podcast, uh, <laughs> most advice is bad advice. <laughs> <laughs> all right, back on the bullshit, man. Ready? Born ready. <laughs> It's Wednesday. Time for your favorite podcast, your favorite podcast. I got a great one for y'all today. Let's ride. The boy hey. snapped on here. I had, I had to play. I don't even know who this is. You don't know? You didn't hear this? It came out. It came out Friday. You better, you don't know as soon as you hear Hey, sleeper. Hey, the ground up. They can't say the same as me. I shot uh, 10,000 shots. They don't play the same as me. Okay, LaRus. Is it on that drama? Never had a okay. Jesus piece. Crocs and Adidas. Oh, uh, drama brought no the summer out with this one. What's up? I done listened to three of the tracks on that thing. Hey. Hard to keep a smile. LaRus is saying like shared the recipe. That what we doing on 23rd. Y'all fuck with us. That boy LaRus is saying like he done lost some weight. What's up? Hey. Y'all should probably help the man. Bunch of niggas reaching out. Still ain't seen a help hand. Y'all gonna learn on 23rd. They pie too. I see through the smoke. I see big chains on little men. I can see the diamonds trying to hide the lack of dental plans. I like this. We're gonna do a drill like this. What's up, family? You're tuning to the Just Elders podcast, the hottest podcast to ever hit the airways. I am super excited. We're about to record the greatest episode we have ever recorded. I say it every time, and I mean it every single time. Episode 197. 
This shit different. This shit different. This shit different. Shout out to Drama, man. This shit was hot. This whole this whole album was riding. Yeah, this shit was riding. Had to play that. Had to play that. He, he didn't got better. He didn't got way better. Yeah. Fucking with Lil Russell. Fucking with Lil Russell. Um, episode 197. We are officially three weeks away from the 200th episode live podcast, Russell Center, April 23rd. You don't want to miss it. If you're a podcaster, be there. If you're a podcast producer, be there. If you're a shouting, be there. Yeah. Like, we're going to have a good time. Ma going to be in the building. Ma, yeah. you coming, right? Of course. Okay. Of course. Of course. You ain't going to miss it like I miss your birthday. Right, right, right. Yeah, right, right. It's I, all good. Look, it's I get, look I'm going to give you a reminder. <laughs> you go first. I got it in my calendar. Okay. Yeah. Happy birthday. Happy belated birthday. Man. Appreciate it, brother. Let's give it up to Ma, man. As we approach episode 200, Ma has been on the podcast more than any other guest. Yeah. I've lost count. Right. Shout out. That's my guy. Hey, I've lost like, count. I you, appreciate it. To the point where he just he just get on the pod. I just, I just, I'm just pulling itchy, up. Huh? Just yeah, pulling I don't know up. Who it is. Yeah, y'all know who Ma is now. Um, how you turn, Ma? Go do that. I'm with it. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't no shouting, guy. Forty one. Forty one. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on, man. Shit. No, what's up? Right up. What's up? Life is good. You be forgetting like Ma be out here living the life. Like yeah. living, li- no kids. If you want to look young, if you ain't. no kids, y'all. Hey, that, no kids. That's no it. Kids, no, no, no. Don't worry. Keith got enough for both of them. Keith got enough kids. We can all claim one get paid. Hey, what? Hey, look, and, and it's tax time. And it's tax time. Got two too. weeks left. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, um. Yeah. Y'all, it is officially the month of April. April's a special month. Um, one, because we're about to hit our 200 episode. But two, last month, we dedicated the entire month to the sisters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Round of applause to all the sisters, man. Holding it down. You know, it was, it was, it was good potting, but, uh, now we back to it. <laughs> So today, the fellas in the house, man, y'all make some noise. A lot of brothers make some noise in the building. Make some noise. Yeah, 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 Brothers in the building. So, uh, today, man, we just gonna, uh, finally, cause, you know, this last month was, it's again, brought on by Key. I wouldn't have did it. You know what I'm saying? So I gotta give credit where credit's due. It's Keith's idea. Um, as he was, uh, supporting, um, Rihanna being on the front of the cover and all that good stuff. So, so this will keep out. So it was a lot of listening that was done, right? Mm. So what I want to do today is based okay. off the listening that we did, right. almost rebuttals okay. of some stuff that we heard. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because respectfully, we just didn't go there right. on all the podcasts, as well as educate the sisters. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of stuff that a lot of women was agreeing with on the podcast that I don't think is a reflection of what. Men, men believe right, and think. Right. You know what I'm saying? But now, now I'm I'm excited about April 23rd. I'm and I'm gonna go back on that because I really want all my people to show up for this event. One, celebrate us. It's 200 years. I mean, 200 weeks of dedication, 200 weeks of uh, commitment yep. to not only just showing up and doing the work, but also podcasting ain't just getting on the mic. There's research that had to be done. There's fucking documentaries that I had to watch, movies that I had to watch. And there's guests that I had to call, like, because I wanted to educate the people. During COVID, I would argue this was one of the, one of the best sources of information you could find during the COVID pandemic. Mm-hmm. We had doctors on here. We had, uh, D-Day survivalists on here. Like, we were really providing the people, like, 
a source of comfort during these times. Look, no, none of us know what the fuck was going on, right. but we stayed committed, even risk getting COVID with each other. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, but sure. you know, according to Keith, he ain't never cared. <laughs> yeah, he don't identify. Well, hold on, no, he, no, he no, a COVID he, denier. No, actually, he identifies as uh, identifies vax as, as vax. You know what yeah, I'm and, plus, like during the height of all that COVID shit, I didn't get COVID that one time. I got the COVID by the time you got it. I got COVID by I got COVID by the time it was like the cold COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like what's going around right now? Like niggas still get COVID now, and it's like it's a cold. Yeah, you know, Trump told y'all that nigga. First of all, first of all, Keith would do a COVID test like niggas do HIV test. They send their shot. Hey, all my shot was straight. I was straight. Hey, my shot ain't got HIV. I'm good. I ain't got it. Hey, she Oh my gosh. You good, right? You're good. Speak it up, man. I got something coming up from that. That's a, that's a lot. We got to start one. educating brothers, that's man. I'm just sorry, bro. It's a lot of misinformation that's out here one. on brothers and sisters. That's that's a whole other rabbit hole conversation. But it's my newfound passion. <laughs> <laughs> it's my new, it's my newfound passion of educating brothers, man. Oh, all right, man. man. So I got my brothers in the back, man. Can I get a quick introduction of who all back here, man? Just tell the people who you are, you know. What you do, just quit 30 seconds now. You ain't got to do no long shit. I'm excited about this first brother leading in the mic. You know what I'm saying? He's special to me. I bet. My name is Arthur Langford. Hey, y'all hear the oh, name? Y'all hear the name? Shit. Y'all hear the name? Shut up. Come man. on. Great Michael Langford, son, man. man. <laughs> Yo, I, I thought that nigga looked familiar, too. Channel. Y'all can follow me on Arts and Roma. Check out YouTube. I review fragrances. And I'm trying to build that page, too. So I'm excited to be here. And yeah, that's who I am. Yeah, that's right. hey, that boy, that boy he, okay. he know his fragrances now. Okay. He, he got a page. He be giving you the game on whip uh, cologne. Right, okay. and so wait, first, wait, wait. Is, first to start with fragrances, then he gonna be chopping hoes off. Yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the Kevin Samuel model. He the new photographer. He the new photographer. No, nah. like that's what the photographers do. Uh, nah, look, oh. that's, that's look, but that's what Kevin Samuel started. Yeah, yeah. Kevin Samuel started yeah. as a uh, like a consultant. He was like uh, an image consultant for men yeah. with the yeah. scents, what, what cologne to wear, what tie yeah. to wear, yeah. Yeah. and that thing. You know, he was like, man, how old are you? <laughs> how much <laughs> you weigh? Which size? <laughs> nah, but shout out, shout out to E because you put me on. Coming up, we got the uh, for the ladies. We decided what's the panty dropper fragrance. So like, he put me on that. You gotta tell everybody though. Got <laughs> yeah, go to the YouTube. Yeah, go to the YouTube to find out. Nah, that's gonna, that's gonna be Patreon. Oh that's shit, gonna, that's gonna be exclusive. You know, so he making his own mix. All right, that's what's up. All right, next, next, next. Who we got back there? So it was a light skin nigga. Why am I dark skin? Light skin nigga with locks. My name is Justin Jones. I'm just an educator, generally speaking. Currently working Morehouse. Yeah. All right, all right. Shout out, yeah, I run a business called Village Microphone. I'm the co-founder and president, and we teach, invest, and support Black entrepreneurs. Word. Right. That's, what's that's what's up. Shout out to Village Microphone, man. You know, so big sure. fans, big yeah. fans. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's y'all merch. Alright, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shit ain't that ain't no goddamn. <laughs> that ain't no little merch. That's big merch. Right? <laughs> 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 that ain't no heat press. It look like he bought that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought too. That's who we got over there. Who got you can go, you can walk around and get on the mic too, Evan. Yeah, talk talking to the mic too, y'all. Make sure y'all talk, y'all talking to the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My name is Kevin Samuel. I'm 
Told you, I got, I got all the light skin in the building. So me and Ma got to get We got this up. Cal, we have, bro. Right, right, right. I'm going to get my Morehouse intro. My name is Evan Watson. I'm a junior business marketing major, psychology minor from Detroit, Michigan, by way of Atlanta, Georgia. Look at him. And we got back on the Okay. <laughs> that was uh, and the more how they don't play. They go, they go, they go, they go, they go brand themselves, ain't they? Evan and Bill. Last, last but not least, one boy. Yeah, man, I got one dark skin friend. Hey, <laughs> going on, going on. Yeah, I know who the it camera is. Camera right there. <laughs> hey man, Cozart dropping soon. A hey, Instagram is who is Cozart and tap in, man. Hey man, say man. Hey, hey man, man, say man. JJ, good to see you, baby. Right. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Right. It tells me a lot. I want my money back. <laughs> you definitely want your money back. You definitely, I lost. Um, but yeah, man. So today, man, what y'all want to talk about? It's 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 us. Like I gave it to the sister last week. No what? subject is I, off limit. I'm gonna ask you. All right. What did you learn over the four weeks? Man. Well, I will say before uh, that, did okay, you, before fault. we get to what you learned, did yeah. you have any feedback? Back, okay, yeah, yeah, from yeah, yeah. other women that was listening? Because oh, yeah, you yeah. know. When women come on the pod, we tell they represent all women. women yeah. yeah, and then when all women hear it, yeah. they like to say, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, nah, I, ain't nah, like I don't that like it." Yeah, yeah. Nah, so like, believe it or not, man, we uh we got some more Patreon supporters yeah. during the month of uh, last month because they were like feeling what was being said. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was, had the same consensus on number one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number one, everybody was like, <laughs> "Yeah," but. Number one is the reason why all the other ones came. Right. Like this can't be Well, like, first of all, speaking of number one, I mean, I, we'll get to what we talk about. <clears throat> yeah. So, like, um, as far as feedback, I found like the sisters really enjoyed themselves. Like mm-hmm. the ones that was on here oh, yeah. mm-hmm. and people that listened to it because we had some real conversation, bro. We had oh, yeah. like the interracial interracial data conversation that we never could really yeah, get to have right. in the way we want to have it. Uh, we had the conversation around swinging and open marriage. Oh, we. Rave reviews on that one, right? Rave reviews uh, with yeah. everybody. We had uh, the conversation of men being vulnerable. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, which every woman oh, agreed with her, but every man disagreed. Yeah. Like to the point, niggas were talking a lot. Like, man, shut the fuck up. I like, oh, whoa, that's my sister. <laughs> <laughs> calm down, calm down. <laughs> like, I'm like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> easy on the easy on the disrespect. <laughs> I don't agree either, but like, but yeah, so. It was a lot of feedback. I think the sisters enjoyed it, and I'm committed to doing it next year. Definitely committed to doing it next year. I got some of the same feedback, and next year I also will bring some guests on too. Okay. That's some of the feedback I heard. They're like, you know, I want to see who Keith would have brought. You mm-hmm. know, what I'm saying, uh, Keith. So I'm like, I, I do that next. I'm personally interested in that too. I bring some folks on. I bring some folks on. Yeah, I think it'd be good. So, as far as that's the feedback, okay. what what did you learn? Learn. Uh, first, you know what's so crazy? So we kind of joked on the first episode about the wiggle thing, right? Yeah. Uh, but it was some good information. And funny enough, <laughs> I'm watching PBS with my son. Mm, That's what the fuck like they, they were talking it. about on Wig- Sesame Street. Wiggling like, it out. Like, to release the stress, stress and yeah. the tension because your ass done tensed up off of mm. a, you know, funny situation mm. or upset situation. You know, sometimes you just gotta uh, just relax. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was like, wow. Like this is that was some real stuff, and like I said on the pod, it's something that I wouldn't have thought to do. Right. But you know how women are—that's something that they bring to the table as far as like you know the emotional stuff, stuff yeah. You know the how to how to relax and relieve yourself. So I would have took heed to it, right? And it's a real thing. So that I learned that, and that was actually a funny thing. I said, "Damn, 
Yeah, she was right. Shout out to Jam Good. You lo- you learned anything that you kind of you listening to? So I, I would say, mine's basic is the difference of approach to things in general, and I would like to see. I, I would challenge you all for next year to bring three to five of them all together mm. and see where the variation and the difference mm-hmm. is. Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I, I I feel like I feel like on on a, on a couple that they were still expressing themselves, but still not fully. It's like, what will she say? What will she say? What will I agree with? And what will I disagree I think the, with? I think the one that did the best. On that was the third one. The third one, with, okay. With my cousin and uh, Shia. Yeah. They, neither one of them knew each knew other. Each other. Mm-hmm. They had just met that time. And then, like, my cousin was like, oh, I'll work. Shia was like, nah. nah. I'm not working. <laughs> I'm trying to stay home. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think that one was the best because they were complete strangers, mm-hmm. right? Uh, my mom and my sister, that they are, obviously you know, yeah. is what it is. And then what's the name of them are co-hosts That's, on podcasts. So I think, I think yeah, bringing more on. But also not being afraid to just mix the strengths. Strengths, right, and, right, right. And the right. reason why we kind of stopped doing that, because when we were doing that in the beginning, sisters be flexing in front now of each other. No, they do. They you know do. And that's an interesting, that's an interesting, that's an interesting part or point. Exactly. But I, I think it's a, a good thing that I'm, I'm going to say this, and I know you agree to it. Um, this is the, you can set the tone, but since you weren't doing a lot of the speaking, you know what I'm saying on the pod, like right. like that. That's something that can be, I guess, kind of controlled. Right. I mean, so, and, it, so, and it's just natural. Like even today, nobody in here know each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. it's and it's already it's not a tense room. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody came on the sense of well, I know E, he cool. Anybody in here gonna be cool? Women don't really do that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, women be they gotta like, feel each other. Yeah, they gotta feel. They gotta, they gotta know, look at who is who. They gotta who know who in there and what they want to talking about. And so it's just it's hard right. bringing the strangers in the room. Yeah. Um. What I think I learned is how much women don't really know. Know about. Mm. Like, <laughs> and, and, and it's our fault. Mm. It's our fault, man. We gotta stop lying. We be lying. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We be we be lying to women and and we lie to keep our peace. You know what I'm saying? There you go. I was about to say, like, cause do we lie or do we just like don't feel like having an hour long discussion on like why I'm not gonna argue with you about wiggling, Shadi? Okay, I'm a wiggle. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't need the whole mechanic. But but that but that's that's in the that's in the same thing because I always tell women it's like this is what we're taught to do is to keep the peace and make them happy, mm-hmm. like as a from a from a child. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? So then that mm-hmm. goes into as an adult. So if, if you're in a relationship, if it's she, blah, 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 it's like, whatever. I'm not doing all that because now you fucking up my peace. You know By what I'm saying? By show of hands, anybody ever lied to keep the peace with your lady? <laughs> yeah. Anybody yeah. ever lied to keep the peace? For the brothers that didn't ra- raise their hand, why? what is your approach to that? I mean, I just keep it buck. <laughs> but, 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 no, I'm going to stop you. But, no, let me ask you. I just want to ask you. When did you start doing that? I don't, and I want him to be fully in the mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keeping it a buck don't mean everything going to be straight. It's going to be all right. But my piece is known that I don't have to follow up behind something that I basically misled you on to keep the peace. I'm just going to tell you what it is because it's more peaceful for me to say my piece and leave it at that. And you can make it a decision as a grown woman. You know what I'm saying? All right. I got a question. So I got I got one area that I know most men choose peace in their deliverance. Mm. None of us, and 
if you can say you have, that's you. But none of us can say we have been 1,000% happy with all the the partners we have been intimate with. Like, none of us. But am I going to be like, Sheldon, that pussy trash? Yeah. No. What I'm going to do, you know, I'm probably going to come back anyway. Yeah, of course. And just accept. Shawty got that's some mid. That's it. That's she it. got some mid, and that's where I'm gonna stay at. You already knew that. Why? You already knew that. No, you don't. You don't. You don't. You just accepting what is. Nah, nah, nah. It ain't. It ain't. Shawty don't know. She got some mid. That's why you hear the big. This is the biggest. Uh, this is the busy. Big. The funniest statement I hear women say when you're talking about sex or something like that. The woman say something like, "Well, I ain't got no complaints." Mm. That's the number one. That's the look. But look, that's the number one sign she don't know. Mm. Niggas don't complain. I'm not about to complain about this because I want to come back to it. I'm trying to get some more. Even if it's me. Yeah. I'm coming back some more. So you can't tell me you don't look at every woman that wasn't satisfying and you said, nah, this ain't it, Charlotte. Make them <laughs> N- nigga saying nothing is lying. Yes, yes it's lying by omission. Oh, yeah, that's a lie. It's lying by omission. That's what they call it. Lying by. See that? What I'm saying? The lying by. See, <laughs> see that y'all do. raise your hand. Raise your hand. Y'all <laughs> with us now? Because we're not saying we just be out here lying. Right, right. We're yeah. saying we avoid conversations, conversations. Yep. which can be deceptive right. to what the truth really is. Yeah. We avoid a lot of conversations of the truth too, women. And I think it's because we do that. I think women have a lot of concepts of what men like, mm. what men are that are false. Yeah. Because we like, well, I'll let the other nigga teach him. It ain't my, I ain't about to teach him. Because, because check this out though. What, what was the main issue that they had with Kevin Samuels? Is he told the truth? Yeah. Uh, and, and how? Uh, it, was, it was his delivery. It was but, his delivery. But, but even, but even still, in the was, delivery, you're going to get mad anyway. You still go get mad. And yeah. so majority of us is going to avoid avoid that but I was, what I was going to ask my man is you said you keep it a buck at what age did you start doing that mm. I mean when I really started dating it was probably college because I didn't really date in high school gotcha so, okay you know I was just fucking around you know didn't really have any I guess commitments to anybody but then in college it's just like oh, when did you start fucking 14 <laughs> 14 okay, that, that, okay. That's, a, that's a qualifying question yeah 14 and, but it's like those aren't those aren't relationships those are less I want to do this. Other people are doing this. I should do this. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Not I'm desiring a relationship with a woman. It's just lust. lust. You're trying to have sex. Have as much sex as you can. But not my, my question is, um, did, did you get that? Did you learn that from a father figure or like a man figure? Like, yeah, that's, a, you, that's a good question. Not at all. Not at all. My father's yeah. in my life. You know, don't, don't, don't take that as he wasn't. But my father didn't really teach me much about courting women. Really, it's my older brother. Oh, yeah. about your, your dad don't like my daddy. He ain't, he ain't had no hoes. My daddy was not pulling like that. Bro. I, can't, like, I can't speak to my father. They've been married for uh, 20 plus years. Well, see, 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 what I'm saying is, my daddy was married for 30 years. <laughs> now he divorced. I can see my daddy ain't getting no hoes. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> so I get it. I get it. Everything I learned, I learned from David Rufflin the Temptations. <laughs> like, that's everything I got from the art of Mac. <laughs> See, and, and they speak to the styles. So it's, what? I, what I, and I, and I, I, I got it from I got it from a homegirl. She was like, "Yo, start telling the truth." And she's like, "Yeah, you'll get a lot further if you start telling the truth." And that's and that that wasn't until I was at the top of thirty. 
Yeah, I, I learned that in college too. Like when I really when I joined the frat, right? Mm-hmm. And basically they tell you, hey, quit spitting main game. Man. Main game. Main game. Yeah, you brother. know you kind of like you know leading on it. Y'all know what main game is. Main game is when you telling Shouter that you, like, the stuff that you spit to your girl. That's lying. Like, that. It's pure lying. Yeah. yeah, 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 You you say main game to a girl that you not trying to be with, you lying. Yeah, like, so, so, so what I'm saying is, and then, now, now don't confuse main game, (laughs) you know what I'm saying, with tricking. Like, that's different. You know what I'm saying? Because ladies do confuse <laughs> tricking with man game. No, no, no. Ladies do uh, confuse tricking. They do. Because there's, some, do. there's do. some dudes that would just take care of you. They'll just spend money on you. They'll, yeah. they'll pay your rent. They ain't trying to be with you. Because in, in a perfect world, man game, the dude that's with man game, he, not only he love you emotionally, financially he'll contribute, he'll take care of you. So sometimes tricking off can be looked at as man game, but it's not. Brother just... Spin it, you know what I'm saying? He just spinning the bread, like, cause he got it. The the truest words ever said, it ain't tricking if you got it. It's yeah. some brothers that just willing to do it, you nah, know. Yeah, I got that. But like, uh, back to the, the ladies that we had on, right? Uh, another thing that I learned listening to them, um, everything. Cheddar in the building. <laughs> hey. <laughs> That's your boy Cheddar in the oh, building. Oh shit, John in the building. Come on. Oh shit. Got me a good successful married man in the building. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come count that shit your wife was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't writing no books, is you? <laughs> <laughs> All right, what, what were you saying? Though? Um, no, I was saying what I learned was for women, they value so much, so many things that are existential, like nothing that was tangible, like. Everything they said they provided, everything they felt like was important, it was like money is a real thing. And it was only about like two out of the eight that we had that kind of was like, yeah, the money is important. Everybody else was like, oh, no, it's not about the money. It's about but everything the they wanted takes money. But it takes money. That's what I was going to say. Money, it, time, re- uh, it's a resource thing. It's a resource, it's like, yeah. You know, if if you know that you're not providing nothing tangible, then does that mean that you're entitled? Mm-hmm. And you feel like you should receive these intangible things? things? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like it, it was just that was the part that I heard. I was like, wow, it's it's all women. They have something that's not tangible that they feel like is very valuable. valuable that it's yeah. like, so it's really not. You know what I'm saying? And not to say that it's not worth anything. It's just not as valuable as you're trying to place it. Mm-hmm. And, What's going on right now? Yeah, so we back. So, uh, but yeah, everything just existential, man. The women just they don't they just. I heard it, and it makes me feel like that's why we gotta be together. Like you need men, like we need women. So when when I got a question for all the brothers, when did you learn how important money was to your relationship with women? Like what age was that when you learned? Like damn, if I ain't got it. I ain't gonna get it out here. First, I, first grade, Valentine's Day. For real, for real. The, the, the moment that you that's that's why I was saying it goes back to what we're taught. Like it's it's taught when you ask her out to go to the movies, you supposed to pay for like like that's what they tell us. You supposed to pay for the movie yeah. when it came to Valentine gifts. When you in 
elementary, middle school, you paying for all the shit. So it's it's already ingrained in you before anything happens. We don't get shit. Niggas don't get nothing from women when you uh when you in elementary, middle school, or in it. What, what what do we get? Well, it depends. I mean, no, I'm I'm saying, saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you get candy gram. Hey, hey, look, 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 look at all the light skinned no. niggas in here. Like, oh no, oh no, like, but I mean, <laughs> but 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 you you did the giving first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that, <laughs> like you did the giving first. Now, I remember when I became him, right? Yeah. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. We ain't gonna let this slide. <laughs> I mean, when I came, I came him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I got all these gifts for Valentine one day, man. And, and these sisters fucked up and gave me what I call transferable gifts. <laughs> you Shada gave me a card and she wrote in pencil. I can fix that. <laughs> I erased that thing. She gave me a teddy bear. She gave me some check, man. I'm just, I ain't give nothing. I just gave all that gifts back to each other. Like, Shut up. Like, I'm him. Shut up. I'm him. That's, that's when I was born. I, no, that I, was about seventh grade. But no, I'm gonna say, I think it starts off in elementary school. I think we, uh, low key perpetuated, especially when you have kids, you realize it. Like my son, when he got to about third grade and he expressed to me Valentine's was coming up and yeah. he wanted to give the young lady a gift. I mean, who got paid for it? Yep. You know what I'm saying? His his side of it, whether it's me or his mom, right? Mm-hmm. They gotta pay for it. She's gonna receive it, and vice versa. For my daughter, that's why every Valentine's I always, without fail, make sure you got a gift at the school. Because I'm like, if you ever start dating a little boy, and he can't do this. Then you don't need to be with him. So, 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 so you, you hey, part of the I'm problem. I'm perpetuating. You yeah. part of the problem. That nigga broke. I don't need you talking to him. This nigga part of the problem. So, problem. So, question. So, y'all sons ready like, damn. So, question. How did it? How did it become the father of the bride take care of the wedding? That's what I'm saying. If it's always us taking care of. Because back then you used to receive. Uh, yeah, you receive money, gifts, once, once, once the engagement comes. whatever it was. So, like, your girl was worth the wedding. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, okay, so, okay. it was almost like an exchange. Yeah, motherfucker, you weren't on. I mean, she already had a baby. There you go. The dowries. That's what it's called. There you go. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. And when I was in South Africa, they were talking about that. And they still do it. Like, in South Africa, that was a colonial thing. I don't think a lot of people know that. Like, that isn't an inherent African practice. That was brought over through colonialism, dowry. So, ain't none of that. All I know is, I did want to marry a Nigerian woman just so I can get rained on. <laughs> but, but I, was to, I was about to say, because like, I've seen them African weddings. They just be throwing no, the thing. Yeah. About, like, so you say that was colonialism when they start throwing that money. <laughs> I'm like, it's not even their culture. Dad damn it. Nah, but look, um, so that's the first thing. Like, uh-huh. like you said, we, I learned that like money is so, even when they say it's not, like, it was a, did you tell me that mean a, a woman want to meet a man with motion just so she can stop it? Did you? Did, who said? Who Damn. said? I, I told you. Yeah, I told you. I somebody yeah, who put said, that. Yeah. Yeah, but like yeah. that's what it is. Car- like, Carlos, shout out to Carlos, man, eighty five South. He tweeted that. Yeah, yeah. Like so, like look, a woman want to see. It. She want to meet a man with motion. Got all this shit going on, just so she can like. Oh, why we ain't got no quality time? Like why we ain't hanging together? Why we ain't being together? And it's 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 the best. Ba- I'm trying to figure out. When do you give it up, right? So, like, there's dudes. I'm I'm so glad John here, right? John, my brother-in-law. Like, I love this dude. 
but I feel like he met my sister in the window where you want to meet your woman. Meet her at college. Yes. You know what I'm saying? They met each other at college. Both of them ain't got it. Both of them dreaming. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they, they built some shit together. So John can truly say his wife been shooting in the gym, seeing him from again. Man, if you don't meet that girl in college, bro, like now it's like. I mean, we talk about it all the time. It's time. You know what I'm saying? I know my shoulder for school. Yeah. Like, it's time. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, don't don't try to do math on that. Right? <laughs> it's time. But you know what I'm saying? Like, that time really helps. You know what I mean? And then now it's like, if you don't have that, if I meet you now, how do I know what the real purpose was? How do I know you, you know, just been doing be whatever solid. until you met me? And now the bills have got too high. And now you realize you need to do it. You know, it's yeah. just. This is too much thinking when it comes to that. But part. but that I, but that's I, the I thing about it. I think the difference though is like now at an age it shouldn't you shouldn't have to think about it. It should just be communication. You should be able to just ask straight up questions. What what's your credit like? What's your money like? Like I mean, on both ends you got to. When, when we, you want when you want a shot to ask you that? When when I had a shot to ask me so, that like first date. No, nah, no, nah, nah, that's too soon. First date. Now first, I don't think that's too soon. Now she t- ask me about my credit. I'm 36. If I get back out here, you can ask me about how I manage my money, or you can check. But but like ask that's that's very to me that's very personal. Well, I won't ask exact number. I would say uh, you got good or bad credit. credit. I would do a soft. (laughs) I do a soft credit check, a soft pool. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah, It's not gonna show up on your report. You know what I'm saying? Is it red, yellow, or green? She asked me the first day because like. She that's what she does. She, okay. She's a credit. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't think she was trying to get a new client. That wasn't no date. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Yeah, I know I ain't a client. Right, right, right. She's trying to get your business. Exactly right. But like, so when those questions, when should a woman ask those questions? Because if she asks too early, we like, oh, that's all the crazy. She asked, if she started asking my marriage early in the game. We looking like, man, what's wrong with this? Shit? I, I like, do she? When do you start having those questions? Is it and is it pre or post fucking? Are you trying to fuck? Like, like, <laughs> that po, that po credit might it's turn me off. I was trying to hit. You said your credit five I ain't trying to fuck no more. What? Let me know after. Last year, I fuck it, Issa. For what? Come on. Oh, Come on. I think it was, I think really you ask that question on either side when you decide that oh this is a person, person that you want like yeah. like I want to yeah. actually do something intentional with you like when you come to that decision whatever that is but then y'all have that conversation I'm not talking about when we ask because we control that tone uh-huh. they don't care about, about us asking when can she ask us without us looking at her like she crazy oh when can she, she ask you about your credit yeah because we can ask at any time because oh, no 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 I, 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 yeah, I, don't, I don't think that changes nah I think it do because like if a woman on her first date starts talking about marriage and how she wants you gonna be looking at her like <laughs> very crazy but that's what I'm saying that ain't about the credit score at that point that's just but that it. those questions typically come with those long term uh, commitment you know, relationships you, you know what she can ask me <laughs> when I realize she can help me Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if she can't help with the situation that's going on or whatever. Then it don't even matter. It, it don't even matter because what are we talking about? When do you find out that she can help you, though? When we go on that date. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so wait, hey, the, look, date, the date going to let you know yeah, that she can she, help you she with do financial that, she do that No, no, no. no, no. she do that fake look. 
Well, that, well, that, that's, and the bill come like that's being funny. That, you know, that, that's, that's being funny, but like we talked about in the pod a couple weeks ago, just based on the conversation and certain language that she yeah. uses, you bring up certain scenarios, that's, and she's like, "Nah, I don't, I don't think it's crazy if the nigga could pay for the whole house." Like, you know, she'll say certain things, and you'll be like, oh, "Okay." And, and and the other thing I want to add to that, and she's not even down to help. And, and see, I don't think it's about like a straight question answer type thing it's just in the communication of the things that you talk about so the it's the nigga's job i believe you got to be able to listen you know what i'm saying because a woman is go tell she's gonna tell you you just gotta be able to listen that part. a lot of niggas don't listen so she she doesn't gave you to play so you got to be able to you got to be able to listen so you can start piecing and, and figuring out and what type of person that's what i mean so, right there. Yeah. so i got i want to get what type of niggas i got in the room yeah. um there was a uh <laughs> there was a twit there was a twitter thread that came out you know, the thread I'm talking about. Right. So there's a thread that came out, and the brother was just saying how uh, he made three times what his fiance makes. Mm. Um, requires her to pay no bills. Uh, like, and when he pulled up, I want him to read it verbatim. And it started a whole conversation because this one dude was like, Well, if you're doing all that, what does she bring to the table? Mm. And he was like, Well, you assume. Because she ain't bringing uh, money, she don't bring nothing to the table. She bring whoop, 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 whoop. So then the dude was like, well, that's cool, but it's fucked up because if we don't make three times our fiance and we can't do that, we don't have the value. Uh, there's no value in us outside of the financial, financial stability. Part. And then all of a sudden he was like, well, I agree. If you ain't got, they ain't got the money, you ain't got no value. So the dude was saying, I'm okay with helping my wife. I'm, like, I'm okay with helping my fiance. I don't care. If she get her credit together, she take all her money, get her credit together, buy a house, leave me. I she left better than when she came. Mm. Like that was, and it started this whole debate on social media, media whether niggas are getting played and used uh, because we're saying we're building something to help her, but if she's never contributing to us, to it. is it? Are we getting played? Are we getting used? And is there no value in us outside of finance? Mm. So that's the conversation. So I don't know if you don't found it yet, yeah, but that's that's pretty much the gist. I I find it too on my phone. I think like men ideally put it, put it put it to you put it to you. I think men ideally that should be what you want to do. I think all men want to be able to do that, right. but realistically, in how we live today, most men can't do that. Most men not making three times more than what they woman making. So. <laughs> yeah so in general i think the expectations has to be kind of shifted like i don't know but in general it's like most people are not going to be able to do that but it should be what your goals and ambitions are but then again you can't sit in off potential forever so it's got to be what you're doing what's your motion what you got going so <clears throat> so what you're saying is i feel i feel you on that because I, I even I, I even made a a post about that i was saying manhood is in the effort you know what i'm saying how much are you trying to do this shit but i think it's also fine on what you want there are some women out here that don't need y'all money yeah like it's some highly successful ass women out here that don't need your money but they are fucking lonely as shit mm -hmm. they ain't they they sleeping alone they are not happy and they're not looking for a man to bring them money they're looking for a man to bring them a level of comfort a level of security and that shit ain't always to do with money. Security yeah. is a couple of different things. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's some women that's dating billionaires, but they have no security, security. that he ain't going to leave her for another bitch right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think there has to be a paradigm shift 
on what value is as, on us as men in these relationships because you're going to date a sister. Some of us might date. A, I know most women I'm with make more, more money than me. So let me put a pin in that. So I'm going to ask the fellas in the room. Could y'all, could, could y'all have y'all dated women that makes more than you? And would you be okay yes, with that? Yes, definitely. That happens all the time. But, 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 how, but are, you, are, are you okay with that? How yes, is that? Yes. Okay. Right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Black people got to understand as a, as a people, we are on par when it comes down to finances, meaning we ain't making too much more, too much less than each other. And so when you really look at families, when you really look at how people are coming together in relationships, everyone's trying to do the best they can toward whatever, whether that's them, whether that's the kids. It's not this, we want a fantasy of, he going to take care of everything. I get to be a housewife, right? Like that's what the 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 I guess the 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 image is, the fairy tale, and that's what everybody's kind of socialized toward. But when you look at the facts of the reality, black men and black women have all been working forever. There ain't never been a time that a black woman has just sat up in the house and not did nothing. There ain't never been a time that a black man has just sat up in the house and had a woman take care of the thing. We have both been doing the work since we have been brought at least into this country. And so I don't understand a lot of times when we take up these stances that aren't necessarily cased in the reality that we've had. It's what we fantasize about and we think we should be doing. How, what, many, what, how many people live in reality? Though? What's, what's, <laughs> what's the, so what value do you think men bring to the relationship outside of finance? So I'm going to be honest. I think men need to bring more value into relationships outside of finance because they're on this track where we only see ourselves as valuable if we make money. Mm-hmm. We're humans. Mm-hmm. We can love. We can create. We can have security we can we can do things that aren't tied to our financial or economic status is that important yes of course but as i just said we both struggle financially and economically so if i can't be there for a woman even when i don't have the money then that's a problem on me and i can't say that i only need to bring money because i have to show up as a whole human being even if i don't have this check today and I think it's also a matter of like, as a man, you have time and you have money. And it's like a lot of us want to contribute in the monetary factor when we have way more time than we have money. Hmm. So it's just about being real about your situation. You can provide value to a relationship by just offering your time. But a lot of times we want to offer our time as a way to get more money. And that's a decision. And that's a trade off. And it's like, that's not a bad decision to make. That's a decision that I've made plenty of times. But there is a choice. So do y'all agree with Carter B? Broke boys don't deserve no pussy. <laughs> nah, I think everything is know that, that when it comes to a lot of when it comes to sex, then it's like you only get money to have sex. But, it, but come on, can it, we? It also comes to that's ambition. the narrative. To ambition, that's right. Can, some men have the ambition to be the boss, and some men have the ambition to make their girl happy. I've seen men that have no fucking money but got a lot of fucking free time. Be that stay at home husband that makes their wife happy. At the end of the day, it is a it's a choice, like. Either you're investing in that time within that relationship with the person or you're investing in your career. Yes, that career may pay dividends at a later date, but it's a choice. You can you can have time. You can do this shit with time. See, mm-hmm. I think, I think uh, uh, all right, Cheddar. Cheddar, 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 High, low pigment type of, <laughs> of response. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, hey, when like you with said, we human. So I feel like both should always be able to provide because at the end of the day, I have to, if we come together and we say we won, 
then that that's what makes us one. Us being both to be able to bring something to the table. Shit, yeah, we talking about dating. We talking <laughs> about dating. We talking about dating. We talking about one, you right? ain't telling no shot of you at one when y'all dating. <laughs> hold, hold on, sir. Hold on. I, I mean thought, that's what we, I'm headed towards. Hold on, so we only, we only, we only talking about dating. Yeah. I think I think the concept of marriage is. I think once you finally make a decision, I hope by the time you get with this shot, you're gonna be married. I, I hope the mindset is now, we're, see, we're I, both bringing I, back. See, I, I think the mindset should be that. And I need yeah. John to come in here too. Because yeah, John, John, the only nigga that, like, that's married. Because I feel like the thing is, it's like it is your mindset. When niggas step out here, they know that they're either hunting or they know that they're in a position to be married or they know I want to be married. Because see, some niggas are in a position to be married, but they're not ready yet. But then you mess around, you know, over the course of your hunting, you find like, damn, Shawty matching. Everything on my checklist. I might need to go ahead and lock that down. What's and the position of marriage? Well, you know the position of marriage. We just said it. When you feel as a man that you, when you feel as a man that you can take care of another human being and your offspring. But this is what I'm saying. Most men think to be able to do what you just said means that they just gotta have money. They don't know how to resolve conflict. They don't know how to process their own emotions, let alone emotions of somebody that they with. They just know I got to get to this money so I can pay for these things, which again is a very important thing. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. If our entire conception of who we are as men is tied up to the fact that we got to get money and make money, which is a social reality, then we neglect parts of who we are. And when those parts are neglected, that's the part that shows up. And that's the part that the women don't like. That's the part that the women have to deal with when they go to sleep. And it don't matter if the bills are paid, if you mad and angry every day because you ain't getting some other money that you need to take care of something else. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what yeah. we got to acknowledge. Right, John. Hold on. And before John, and before John say his piece, because I, I want to hear from a married man, I agree with that. And that's why I said during the month when we had those women here, the narrative, our, our, our narratives changed so quickly that we don't realize, like, there are a lot more brothers to what he's talking about. I know a lot of brothers that are getting their shit together mm-hmm. mentally, physically, and financially, especially these young brothers. Like, the younger the brother, you find out they're talking about mental health at 22, 23. I didn't know nothing about mental health at that age. I just thought it was all about the money. So now we're all trying to get to that point, especially as men. And like I said last month, it feels like to me, as the women have been more on a paper chase, it's because it's the cycle. Men did it first, and now we realize, like he said, it's not all about the money. We got to be a whole person. I don't think the women who are chasing that bag realize that yet. So what he said, y'all know how to get the money, but y'all lost the family traditions. You know what I'm saying? So, John, I'm ask you, you are a married man. When did you realize that you were able to be a husband? I realized that early, actually. You know, mm, okay. As soon as we started dating. Um, I probably would have never gotten to the relationship if I didn't know I was capable of being a husband at some point. Mm. Um, mm. And that's just come from values from, you know, my parents, my family. But let's go back to Eldridge's original question. What value do we bring to relationship outside of money? Because mm-hmm. as Eldridge said, when I met my wife, we were dating. I ain't had no money. She ain't had no money. Right. It wasn't no money to be, you know what I'm saying? So. You know what I'm saying? So what value? And if we really start thinking about what we bring to the table, you know what I'm saying? Then we'll start to emphasize these points in a relationship. For instance, outside of social media, outside of movies, how many women do y'all know that can protect themselves from a mugging, from a robber, somebody breaking in their house, right? So we can bring, that's a that's a value. We can bring protection. 
right? Physical right, give me, protection. Give, give me another one because I ain't a fighter. Give me another one. <laughs> 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 like, girl, you know you, <laughs> you, you might not be a fighter. Help, man, help. You might not be a fighter, but is that is that person going to come up and try to jack your woman with you standing right next if they listen to the podcast, you know ain't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, nigga on the podcast. But now you're right. You're right. But, but you think right, about, right. but you got to think about yourself your, your individually. Presence, it, your presence, presence is a yeah. level of protection. It is. Right. But you got to think about <laughs> yourself <laughs> individually. I'm sitting like a scarecrow. <laughs> what, what, what is your, what is your vibe? What are you good at? Are you good at planning events, right? Okay. You're good at planning events. You bring that aspect to her family. Plan a family reunion. Maybe her family ain't get together in a long time. Mm. All right. Are you capable of bringing her family together for a reunion mm. or, you know, to go out? The organizer. You know mm. what I'm saying? I can do that. So you think about your strengths and then you bring your strengths into a relationship. See, because a lot of times we bring our strength to our jobs. Hmm. We bring our strength to our friends group. We bring our strengths everywhere else. Except John, what you, what you think you brought to my family? I'm going to tell you what I, I know you brought, but I'm going to hear what you think you brought. Hmm. Nah, you say nah, you say nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> um I think I brought a sense of stability and that you know that's not um Brad, nah, nah, you, you start right there. I was about to say structure. Okay. okay. Um so my family my parent my parents were uh entrepreneurs. So we grew up our whole life entrepreneur. There's the ups and there's the downs. And I know Winnie's personality hates that. You know what I'm saying? Winnie is a personality that needs to be like Mm, stable, stable, Secure. right? Yeah. And, and John was that. Like when, I, I remember when she went off to school, mm-hmm. even her habits and her practices, like them getting together, they kind of like, and then their life started reflecting a level of stability. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. Yeah. all of us needed to see. Shit, yeah, I knew it was real when they used to put some videos and they were busting out them push ups on the side of the road. Like, <laughs> like we nah, get it in. Nah, but so I, I, I do. You're lying. Okay. You're lying. I just want to see if you felt okay. you knew that you. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I fuck with John. John like, like for sure. heavy, heavy on the love for my brother-in-law. For sure. For uh, sure. But I do love that, like really identifying what is your skill that you bring to her family. Like what, what can you really bring? Because I know for me, um, any woman that gets with me, I pr- you're going to get more involved with your family because I'm that much of a family person. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm an entertainer. I like to have my family. Cause if you don't like your family, you're not, you're going to resent me. Cause you're like, why your mama always coming over here? Why your brother and sister just yeah. pull up? Why we pull over your brother and sister chilling on the porch, yeah. smoking a cigar? Like you're not going to understand how much my life is ingrained in family. Mm-hmm. If you don't have family. Right, right, so right. that's why that has developed into a new deal breaker for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a new deal breaker. Okay, if yeah, you don't have a relationship with your family, I just gotta admit, I can't be with you. So, so what's your brother's lodge, John? Yeah. So, I, I think uh, another point that you have to bring into to this whole perspective of how many black men know what their value is outside yeah. of money. Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? But once again, like I said, we're taught to lead mm. with this from from a child. So you have to know that you have to have that within yourself to know how many cats can you bring to a table and say. What's your strength? Mm-hmm. What do you bring? You know what I'm saying? Like, like this is probably a good group of brothers right here, but you go get 10, 15 more. The numbers is go slim. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what we, that's what we do. We, we're going to lead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep no, I believe that, but I also believe the narratives are changing. I this, this really one, yeah, do, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think brothers, because I think that we were valuing money. Mm-hmm. I think that once money 
I think that pandemic yeah really, really opened up like, like for a lot of people because this is one of the first generations where you can be 20 30 40 for any decade any generation you in you can learn a skill online and then mess around and make your own money it's not about what your parents taught you it's not it's about not what like your man <laughs> it's not about what your grandparents left you you legit can come up yeah you know what i'm saying and then your parents can still be here yeah, to see yeah. that. and now you can teach your parents so this is a generation where we are all learning basically old new skills because what you're talking about is I think our grandfathers knew their value. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And their fathers before them. I just think that we got lost in a get money error mm-hmm. period. And then now we're coming back down. Now we're realizing, look, the money going to be here. Yeah. Right? Like the way the economy goes, the way the capitalism works, money going to be here. Mm-hmm. You figure that part out. But can you be successful? Can, can you be sustain right. yourself? Can you sustain your family? And then we talked about on the pod. Our generation, we get a lot of old school cats that went through divorces, went through bad situations that are telling you, like what this brother's saying, hey, it was more than just me paying bills. Yeah. I should have listened. I should I should have did this. I should have, you know, it was other things I could have been doing. Mm-hmm. So let me, you so, know, forewarn you. So which And which, we're taking heed to it. Which we, we are so, taking heed to it. So what what we're talking about in the end of the day, to be a better partner, you know, is also about understanding the values of what real manhood is mm-hmm. and where we all learn to be a man is so different that, yeah you know what i'm saying so like you said i learned from my big brother i learned mm-hmm. and, and then the parts of manhood right yeah because our fathers typically are not the one all be all yeah, yeah. like sometimes we learn character from our dad but we learn women from our cousin Cause, you yeah. know what i'm saying we yeah. learn like so the the process in the pillars of manhood mm-hmm. is so diverse in brothers. So that's what's kind of like why the backgrounds and how brothers react and yeah. act is so completely different. Yeah, because your relation towards women, a lot of niggas learned that from their mama. Mm-hmm. If we if we being real, you know what I'm saying? Well, that's two things you said that it just made me realize that's why the brotherhood is so important mm-hmm. right because your even your father can be a part of what you consider your a brotherhood, brotherhood yeah but you need that brotherhood to you need different you know match wits and see values and understand that the brothers who don't have that brotherhood normally are those brothers who struggle to kind of find their work what? i feel mm-hmm. uh, are struggling in the life period because they don't have that outlet because if you are dealing in a relationship that might only come through the prism of money. Where do you get the outlet? Say, nah, bro, this is you know sharpening skills. And then the other part about being raised by your mom, you know, <laughs> shout out to Corey Holcomb. He says it, man. He says, look, if if your mama ain't shit, bitch, you think she gonna tell you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's some mamas out here who are phenomenal and they put their sons on yeah, game because yeah, yeah. they suck and recognize it. And it's some ain't shit bitches that got kids. They got sons yeah. that if they told their son what an ain't shit bitch is, they right. look at his mom and be like, like that's, that's you. you. Yeah. And now all, all that respect's out the window, but now I'm going out here in this world thinking an ain't shit bitch is a real bitch and all my stuff is getting crossed up and mixed, mm-hmm. mixed up. I'm it's realizing, true. I'm thinking that I should be able to talk and be vulnerable, but an ain't shit bitch taught me that it ain't, that's not what a real bitch do. Yeah. I got a question. What's the profile of a brother that Y'all done seen it. Them brothers that get in a relationship and they just dive in their girl. Like, they don't fuck with their niggas no more. They ain't got no homeboys. Like, what's the profile of that dude? What you mean? Like, like, cause I don't really hang around. I know them dudes, but I don't really hang around. Like, my dudes ain't really like Like that. You know what I'm saying? My dudes kind of a steady 
diet of brotherhood yeah, and right. homeboys. But like y'all know the guy I'm talking about, the guy to get in a relationship. Yep, and never and, come back around. I, never I think seen that. Again. I think that a lot of times it deals on with experience. And where you're at. If you haven't really dealt with a lot of women, I'm not gonna lie to you. At one point in time in my life, I was that guy. And it was like fell in love. That put yeah, fell in love. And it was just like <laughs> it was like wait, you could feel it. You could feel it from your homeboys. Like they started yeah. looking at you, they're like, Come on, bro, what's going on? But it was like my experience level wasn't so high to where it was like okay, I didn't see I didn't see nothing wrong with it, but I did feel that energy. <laughs> So I would say over time it kind of switched and kind of changed. Like, all right, now nah, I'm the one. I'm tripping when I'm I see getting it from, more pussy now. So yeah, when I <laughs> when I seen it from multiple different of my homeboys, I switched up the energy. But I think it's a lack of experience and not really having that. Okay. So now if you still doing that on your third, fourth relationship and different going on, you the problem for real, and you just not changing. But it's, it's, I think it's just an experience thing. I think it's good. I think um, it goes back to not having a brotherhood. I think those brothers don't have a brotherhood or new to the area. Like, you know, you're new in town, new to the area. On the flip side of that, don't let your brotherhood, when you young, (laughs) we used to let niggas trick us out of good girls. Oh, that's bad niggas. We used to let niggas trick us out of good girls. Oh, you love that bitch? And you trying to be hard. Well, you just, just the words out my mouth. But I said the other way is because you was diving into your brotherhood. Too much, yeah. You realize, man, these yeah. niggas ain't about shit. My girl was the one, the and now you kind of resent it. But it also goes to, I don't know how y'all, if y'all was raised, y'all can attest to this, is like where you you grow up to the point of like, watch the niggas you around or don't trust all your homies, but who's going to have your back? That chick is going to be there the whole time. Yeah. Major, majority of the case, yeah. like if, if, if some shit go down, you going to be able to call your niggas or you going to be able to call your woman? And huh? it, I think what you're talking about is how do you really rate the quality of men in okay, your life? That you're right. That's what you I'm saying. saying? Yeah. I, like, like, have y'all really been through something? Mm. Sometimes your brotherhood is just niggas that ain't got the car that, and you got it. Car, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Let's just be real. That's why I said true, true, brotherhood. true brotherhood. Like, and it starts so young. It starts, I mean, you know, your high school years, if, if you go to college, but between that late middle school, high school years, it's, it's really a real thing of who you surround yourself with. Yeah. So I think, I think qualities. So, so the brothers inside that don't got a brotherhood, right? Let's talk about the qualities of it. Yeah. So the qualities of a brotherhood, one time, one thing is, uh, conflict. Mm. There's going to be conflict in a brotherhood because there's accountability mm. in a brotherhood. So somebody gonna challenge you, somebody gonna push you. Yeah. Somebody like shout out to Josh, uh, Josh Mosley, best friend. I remember Josh like I was just that nigga in front. I was funny in high school. I was cool, but I remember Josh looked at me and said, "Nigga, it's time to graduate. Mm. Quit playing." <laughs> like literally, I, I I remember this you shit. Need a partner like I remember that? this shit clear as day. I'm thinking I'm just the funniest nigga. Like this nigga just, and it was in the middle of where I'm just like having niggas laughing and shit. And he just looked at me at this class. He was like, "Bro, it's time to graduate. Bro. Mm. Quit playing." Like, and if I didn't have a level of respect for him, you wouldn't even. That shit would have fucked me up. Like, man, fuck you, nigga. Mm-hmm. I don't got that. Whoop 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 whoop. And everybody else was just cool with me being this figure of success and not really giving a fuck about my success like your real success it was conflict so yeah i think your brotherhood is gonna have conflict and accountability mm. and you're not gonna get sharper without that conflict right mm. we the women laughed at us because you know when you're young normally your friends are the ones you used to fight or almost fight right. and mm-hmm. y'all got to touch and realize oh damn we got the same skills mm. or you made me better let's link up now yeah you right. know what i'm saying like 
I don't know how a sisterhood works, yep. but I know a brotherhood. You need some yeah, of that because the yep. iron, sharp, you know, sharpens iron, and right. then you come out better. From, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, Shout out to testosterone. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> another, another, another quality of brotherhood: inconvenience. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was, John Wick. Yeah. When, when the Asian dude, yeah. he yeah. said, "Friendship has no value yeah, yeah. Uh, outside of convenience." You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So, uh, another way we say it is the brotherhood is not convenient. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the only time niggas can fuck Trunk with you shoot, right, is when, when shit is good. Them ain't. Them ain't that, it. That ain't it. Like if a nigga ain't never got they got out some pussy for you, or you know what I'm saying? Like, for, let's have a real no. conversation. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't, I don't been with a shot and vice versa. Like, like you haven't. Got out, or you haven't ran, you know, middle of the night, whatever it is, whatever it is, and you're like, it's worth this because this put is yourself my at an yeah. inconvenience for this brother. Right. If yeah. you ain't doing that, then you ain't. ain't contributing to the brotherhood or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Like this, it shouldn't always be convenient. Mean, yeah, I mean that's kind of when you test the credit. Like, man, I'm doing this for this brother. Yeah, I know I gotta get up in the morning. Right. I'm helping this nigga move. Yeah, or I'm yeah. helping this like. I'm going to pick this nigga up. Okay, he about yep. to kill his shoulder. Like yep. whatever that shit is, like yep. you know, the your brotherhood got to have a level of that in it. Mm-hmm. What's what's some other characteristics? I, I think it also has to be tested with a level of loyalty and integrity. Like you can't just say I'm yeah. loyal to you and I have integrity towards you. It's got to be tested in a certain sense. Like mm-hmm. if I say you my boy, you my dog. Your girl could walk up butt naked trying to do something with me and because of who I am and the principles that I stand on, I ain't gonna fold on it. But it's a lot of dudes you ain't gonna know unless you unless it's put to the test. Now I ain't gonna lie to him. Hey look, she if, butt, if, she butt naked. But look, <laughs> if, if I'm try, if if I know she ain't no good for you, and this is what it gonna take to get you up off of her. <laughs> you was helping them out. Nah, bro. Come come back and tell me, boy. Don't nah, got nah, tell me. Let me tell you what I did. Nah, no, real talk, real talk. No, no, real talk. No, I'm, I'm gonna let you know some real shit though. That used to be frat rule. No lie. Yeah. Like no lie at the frat house. It's like, bro, you all in love with this chick, but she right. She so let, yeah. and then I'm trying to tell yeah, you. Right. I'm trying yeah, to tell some you. Some niggas don't want to know. And some niggas don't. Okay, well let me show you. Show, yeah. And then after it happened, we all be in the living yeah. room together. It's yeah, like, yeah, let's talk about it, my nigga. Yeah. We told you. You know what hey, I'm saying? Some niggas gonna kill you for that. Nah, no, they won't because the brotherhood ain't convenient. The brotherhood, the brotherhood is gonna be real, and the brotherhood is gonna hurt your feelings. That's one of the requirements of brotherhood. I think that's the I think that's the hardest thing. But let me for a girl. But let me also tell you this too, though. But let me also tell you this too. The brotherhood is when you can be vulnerable, and those 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 hurt feelings will be mended. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, um, we went through a situation. We told brothers, look, you have business shit, you have personal shit, but on the personal side, brother, mm-hmm. I fuck with you. If the business, we can try business. Hell, me and Elgin know each other about seven years now. Mm-hmm. Several different endeavors. This has been the most successful one. one. You know what I'm saying? And we did it together. So it's like, bro, we can have a personal <laughs> brotherhood, but the business can be something different. Yeah. And Sometimes that might hurt your feelings, but bro, we bros. Yeah. Come on in here. You know what I'm saying? You can get a hug and feel better. Yeah. You know but, what I'm saying? But to your point, I also think the brotherhood is about being real about what type of dude you, you are. That yeah. part because too. Yeah, like I'm the type of dude, nigga, you can tell me. Mm. Tell me don't don't sugarcoat it. I ain't gonna be but it's some niggas, they gotta be real that Bro, you can't, can't talk have, to me in the type of way. way. You can't. Yeah. You gotta t- present it to me in a certain type way. of way. Yeah. Yeah. The one dude, you know the shawty ain't shit. You try to tell him, and then nigga like, I don't want to hear it. Don't I don't want to hear that. Nigga, nigga be getting mad and shit. So it's like knowing 
what type of dude? Yeah. KYP, know your personnel. Yeah. Like, cause if you don't, you'll be fucked up out here. I don't, I don't see this shit. Like, Nigga, and my, the brotherhood is when you learn your role. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, see, for me, the reason why the brotherhood is so important is because every man I feel as if will be the king of his castle. Mm. Right? You'll be the man, the king of your castle. When it comes to the brotherhood, it's us as men that push things forward and we had to move as a team, mm-hmm. as a unit. You join the military. You play basketball. Mm-hmm. You join a fraternity. You join other organizations where you just fall Probably in line. line. And I feel like as brothers, you learn where your position is and you get tighter and tighter in that position. And then wherever you go, there's no question on who am I right. when I get here. Right. Because yeah. over here, this is what I am. So mm-hmm. when I come in this situation, you just fall in line. I'm also this. Like this. Plus, I'm a man. Yep. So I stand on mine. And that brotherhood kind of gives you some of that backing too because you know it's I got some some brothers behind. They got you. You know what I'm saying? I got my back. What's a what's a trait for the for the uh, thirty older crew? What's a trait you see and um, that you don't see that the young twenty year olds of manhood you don't see them applying in their lives a lot? Like you see missing a trait of manhood. Uh, I would say humbleness, but when you young. You have to go through something to make you guys, you humble. That's how I was. You know what I'm saying? You have to be yeah. humble. So I, I wish as if you didn't have to, but even I had to be like, I haven't met a man yet that can't tell you their humbling experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like, I would say that, but they would have to learn that. And then I, that. and I jump jump on top of that. I would say probably a, a level of accountability, uh, but I also attribute that to them being young. Mm-hmm. It's like you know, because because I feel like that there will be a lot of blame when you're young, instead of looking in the mirror and be like, Oh, what role did I play? Who am I? You know what I'm saying? But, but I attribute that to just being young. And, and, uh, for me, the biggest one I've seen is just that level of hustle. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And not to say they ain't hustling because these boys out here getting yeah. money, but the staying down to come up to come. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they wanted. So, and so, I used to so think fast. our generation was the fast. Nah, nah, this, this generation, this I didn't get faster and faster, faster and faster. You know, I'm going to throw one more out there too is, uh, I mean, and luckily I think, I think you all surround yourself by a good group of young men, but, but there's a lot of young men in the twenties that they don't listen. I grew up in an era where, I, I love to be around the OGs. You know what I'm saying? Like, like unks, any of them, like whoever spoke, Green I listen. Man, I, yeah. And know. I shut up when they was talking. I, I, I didn't, I didn't, I make, I kept my opinion or my thoughts to myself because I'm soaking up game and I don't, I don't feel that a lot from, from this, you know, so they, they want to do it. They, it's like they want to prove and show I can do it. It's like, well, I'm, I, I got life. I got wisdom. Ovi, just listen. You know what I'm saying? So that's the, that's, that's the only thing I would say. I do, I do think. That man is not as successful as it used to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like the barbershop, not even the same. No yeah, the culture of the shopping chain. Like, well, because niggas the, pull up the, on you now. The, yeah, the, the, the private exactly. salon. The, the fifty dollar haircut. It fuck says, it up. Uh, yeah, for you real. For real. Yeah, like, nah, that's like, a fact. Talk about like, it. that's a. That's yeah, my barber listens to the pod. That's, like, a, whole, that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> bro, look, like when when haircuts $50 were, haircut, when haircuts for ten for you and twenty yeah, for your dad. Because the kids can't, like, the kids can't yeah. even pay. Like like yeah. a a barber shop is right. It's a bill. It's a to go four weeks to that's a hundred dollars easy at the minimum. It used to be every week. My dad had, and my, shit it used to be so cheap. My dad would make it a bill. 
and just pay just for the month. month. And, and then my you, dad used to tell me and my brother, hey, y'all go. go get your hair cut. cut. Yeah. And if the week went by and he seen our head, hey, didn't I? Well, I already paid for it. Our, go get your hair. Because yeah. the barbershop is right behind the school. Yeah. After school, you walk your ass right yeah. to get a haircut. Yeah. Walk your ass back to the after school programs you got to do. Yeah. Right? It, you know, but now, shoot, that's, that, now, shoot, that's like a whole damn bill. Like, it's, like you said, 250 300 yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you had two or three sons. And, huh? and you would spend time at the barbershop. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's where you get, like I said, you get those those stories, those, so those conversations. To that credit, I don't think it's a bad... That's why I do what I do when I'm, like, introducing, like, my young class mm-hmm. to, like, the Derek Bozeman mm-hmm. and the people that have put me on. I'm trying to give them access because those guys, one, are not putting themselves out there at like they used it's to. Too, yeah, yeah. Because they are getting older oh, and they right, right. patience lower to... and they ain't trying to... <laughs> Being motherfucking faces. Right. And now it's more so I'll talk to somebody, but it gotta be talked to them through somebody I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Like Derek ain't necessarily out there looking for, look for new motherfuckers mm-hmm. to meet all the time. And that's so, the other thing I see too. And I don't know what you call it. I don't know if it's um a low level of reverence, even if it's for old older people, mm-hmm. OGs, or even within themselves, like we used to be able to see a popular nigga in school and be like that's that nigga. Yeah, like, yeah. But this generation, all them niggas think they that nigga. They, 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 they all him. Yeah, they all yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Him. yeah and it's like and it's like I said earlier, like, bro, you a man, you'll be him. Yeah, with your family. Right, like, trust right, me. Right, right, your right. wife and kids will know that you him. him. Right. But like, you not him. Right. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, He's right, like Deion right. Sanders said, you know if you that yeah, man. Yeah, you have to know. You have and you know what kind of man you are as well. So I got questions to the young dudes in the room, you know, in the 20s. Like, what's some shit you see from nigga 30 and older? you like, man, fuck that. I ain't doing that shit. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I want all the young niggas. Evan, you can go. JJ, where you at? Uh, Cheddar. Cheddar, you can go. Using your nigga. Hell, Cal, if you want to come around, you can got there, go. <laughs> if you want to come on up. I really want Cal, because Cal, I don't got some shit to say. <laughs> But like the question is like, what is, what is some shit y'all see from older cats now where y'all like, like niggas at 30 and older and y'all like, y'all niggas like, you can go over there. You can go to the other thing. Y'all so, like, I'm not fucking with them cats. You know so what I'm saying? I, I I'm just, not fucking with that and I ain't trying to do that. I just turned 30. So I'm like right on that cusp. But I'll say, nah. But when I did, but when I did look to the older cats, he just woke up. <laughs> when I did look to the older cats, for me, it was always the ignorance that blew my mind. It was just like, y'all can't read. Y'all don't read. Mm. What you saying doesn't, uh, doesn't really account for the life that I'm living right now. So your advice isn't applicable but you take it as gold and if i don't take it from you now there's something wrong with me but it's like bro you ignorant and hey, so bro. like that hey, always bro. bothered me hey bro men eat steak women eat salad, <laughs> eat salad. Bro, when i seen that i was just like what is this dude talking about <laughs> all right let's what's what's up I'm, I'm, I'm gonna come back around to that though because yeah. i think that's the crux of yeah, it yeah yeah look how look how i go because yeah 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 it's a 32 right I was going to say uh, shit, Really similar to what he just said I feel like the older folk They always feel like their word is, is gold Every time But they not I, I just think they be thinking too one-sided sometimes Like They be thinking that Oh when I was 20 it was this way But nigga it's like 
that was 20 years ago, nigga. So you got to like kind of put your shoes on a different way, bro. We we moving different. So like, you just got to stop being so one-sided. That's all I think. Mm. That's why we be like that with the young niggas. Look, when a nigga when a nigga finally when a nigga finally give you a chance, when a nigga finally, all right, let's listen to what this young nigga talking about. Alright, alright, JJ. Alright. Y'all already know. If y'all know me, y'all know what I'm gonna say. Tricking. Tricking, man. Y'all old heads. Y'all old heads, y'all, y'all ain't got no Come game, on, so but y'all just got some money. Y'all trying to give niggas like me relationship advice, but niggas, all they do is spend their money and get their pussy. So oh my it's, God. it's different though. So first of all, first of all, JJ, good job, good job, JJ. He potty, he potty. Tell JJ, Uncle Bill's Uncle Bill's Uncle Bill's Uncle Bill's Uncle Bill's our generation, we ain't trying to. I mean, we still paying, but y'all paying outright. We, I'm saying, like, at least use your mouthpiece or something, bro. Like, bro, say your time. Use straight pockets. Say your time. Say your time, yo man. Hey, hey, your time gonna be valuable one day, one man. I'm out on JJ. Yeah, that's that. That shit ain't him. Like, I mean, like, teach his own, but like, like, don't, don't, don't try to sprinkle that into my my flow. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, shoot, just really, I want to say like one side of advice, like that. I don't want you to say ignorance, like. Like, um, of course, you're older than me. So not not saying like one person in particular, but like in general, you're older than me. So you got, it's, things have definitely been different in your time when you were my age, so on and so forth. So things aren't like that. Like on top of that, you got to add on, we're different people. And on top of that, you might be from somewhere else. You know, it's a, it's a case by case thing. You got to you gotta be cognizant of. And then on top of that, like, I really feel like just the, so to add on the ignorance again, it's like the will to understand like what's going on, like depending on a young man, you know what I'm saying? So say if like a guy asks for some advice and you just like say like I'll write answer, like just tell him what to do. It's like ask him a, a question because that's how you learn more. Like I'm a psych minor. That's the reason why I picked up a psychology minor to understand like why certain things happen. Like why am I talking to somebody this way? Or like why is somebody talking to me this way? Like body language, X, Y, and Z. So if I ask somebody a question, I'm feeling like this, I feel like that. And you go straight to, you need to be doing this. It's like, all right, bet. I'm, whatever I, whether it's po- positive or negative, I'm a you know what I'm saying? We, have, we don't got nothing else to talk about. But if you ask me a question, we can engage in conversation and, and find out solutions to whatever it is. So I feel like that. Another thing, like, um, just seeing, like, the lack of um, a strong marriage, if you will. Like, seeing that a lot, kind of like, you know what I'm saying, from, like, an early age. Like, I'm just not getting, like, out of the, the mindset now because, like, I'm actually seeing, like, it's possible to have a strong marriage. But for, like, a real long time, I'm like, shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, my parents got divorced when I was, like, about five. And then I'm seeing like uh, going around, just like just seeing social media or just around. It's like you hear hella stories about men being married, divorced multiple times, and then sometimes you hear the story of like a guy like maybe like back in the day had like hella girls. He had a miserable marriage now, or he's in a marriage now and got hella women. And like his wife, know he ain't shit. And his 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 kids, like you know what I'm saying. I, I'm a, I'm a college student. You hear these these stories from these women. I'm like, oh shit, like you know what I'm saying. I'm not like looking at it from like oh like that's her day. I'm like, oh shit. At the end of the day, like. On a broad spectrum, like he 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 is me, you know, he's representing us as a man, you know what I'm saying? Like adding into that conversation of BCG and generalized, you know what I'm saying, as men. So like me not trying to add on to that, you know, just definitely want to be a now, strong father and all that good jazz. But I'm now, now I will I will I will say <laughs> I, like that. I, I will like that. say, you know, 
If the hunter tells the story, the lion is out. No, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the lion story will never be told. But now, I mean, but, I, but I now also... to, to the, now I'm about to let you guys, I'm going to let him know that is something that, you know, we can even say we've seen from our old heads. Yeah, like, sure. is men promoting marriage? <laughs> Yeah, it's been a very yeah. rare thing. You always hear me that's, say that's a, that's a new thing. We are, our, yeah, our, our generation is yeah, the first generation of like married rappers. Yeah, mm-hmm. we yeah. like we like Ice Cube them been married, but they right. never put their wives on Front Street. Sure, now yeah, you right. doing you know collab albums. Yeah, with like millennials created a YouTube relationship, nigga. Like oh, you know what I'm saying, we that we too. we love love. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I keep going. Yeah, I mean, when I would say that, I think the internet has changed the entire world and that a lot of older men didn't grow up on the internet. So the advice they give is for a pre-internet world. I think that also the money plays a significantly different problem, different problem. Like, cause yeah, they were just talking about the tricking, but I would also say that a lot of men that actually were successful, uh, just during this time, like they closed the door behind them. Like how many, Men in their forties, do you know with twenty plus mentees? Like, mm-hmm. how many men do you actually mm-hmm. know that are reaching back? Like, the men are worried about their families. They're worried about they check. Yeah, Gen X, Gen about. X ain't shit. Well, I was on reach back, but you young niggas keep talking back and asking me questions. <laughs> I mean, back and forth like <laughs> Evan. But again, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Y'all give advice for a world that doesn't exist in a lot of ways. Right, right. It's just like the the kids are hearing that. They're hearing that, and they see this doesn't make fun. Like this doesn't make sense for our world. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why would I listen? And then the people that I've actually have been successful, where are y'all at? Like, yeah. and, and, <laughs> and you and you write about that. And I used to feel that way too. But the older I got, when I realized about those successful people, the real successful people are reaching back and teaching. The facade, a lot of niggas were looking at really when it's successful. They, they had credit cards. They had. Mm-hmm. Because now, because now they turning 60, 75 and they're out here broke as fuck. He's like, well, damn, bro, I thought you were touching me. I thought you, but they never, they never had their business right. They were doing business. They had no credit card. You know, everything wasn't organized right. So I do, I do believe it. Like, you be like, damn, what is, like, where, where are the, the, the tips and the tricks? Like, my, I remember I asked my granddad, well, my, my step grandfather, and he got land sitting on a little bit of money. And uh, me and my dad talking to him one on one. Hey, Christmas time. Hey, you know, can you give us some gems? Mm-hmm. So the school is to like, you know, was it a mutual fund you invested in? Is it, you know, bank account? Like, is it how's your business structure? Like, how he said, just just work hard and save your money. <laughs> I, I think just work hard and save your money. I'm like, bro, you got land, bro. You got bit. Like, what's your LLC structure? What's the, you know, like, is it a secret? Mm-hmm. Like, it's we family, like at least, at least with fam, I would figure you'd be able to tell it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I do agree with that. I do agree with that. I, I think Elder said it great earlier when he said, like, you get different pieces of the game from different people. Like me personally, I had a great role model in my dad as far as like characteristic wise and who sure. I am as a person. Yeah, but it wasn't necessarily as far as putting me on with women and game and understanding how to move. He didn't necessarily put me on to that type of, to that realm of things. So it's like, it's really about who, who you surround yourself with and how you kind of learn the game to determine who you are in those aspects. So I don't know. It's kind of like it's, with this generation, uh, a lot of times we talk about earlier, we're talking about money, what matters and different things. But in my generation, I'm 26. So it's like, we're saying, 
two completely different gaps. Like, yeah, being a, a man and making money, that's important. That's valuable. A lot of those different things. But now it's a spotlight on this might be a little off, but women making money too now. So now it's like more of a spotlight on what, what are the er- other areas as a man that you, that you thrive in, that you shine in. So we're in the, in a little different gap. We've seen the old generation. We've seen the new generation and you kind of got to figure it out as to where you at and how you going to figure out where we need to go. One thing I know personally, when I do have kids, I want to be able to give them the whole game, just who you are as a man, who you need to be to this woman. And all those things. So, and, and, I, and, I, and I'm gonna be real too, man. I think it's also perspective of where you stand and when you're looking at an object. Yeah. Same thing with perspective of where you stand when you're looking at a person. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace to your father, man. Your dad taught me so much, right? Oh, gee. Like, um, but like from where I was standing, I learned game from your dad about women. Mm-hmm. Like, your dad, for him to have his think about his business, right? For him to have as many women that he has had an experience with and they all worked in harmony. Like I thought your daddy was like the smoothest nigga ever. It's like, he got this sister right here doing this, this sister doing that and everybody working to get the job done. Like, so I'm looking at your daddy like, man, nigga, how do you do this? Like, that's about, that's about perspective too. So like how I grew up, what I could see in the vision, right. you could see a different light of him. That's why I said, then what I could see. That's why I said, what I think saying. it's important though that we were still able to connect. So I, you can see something. Then necessarily I couldn't see, so we able to talk about it and and see what I wasn't be, being able to see. Right, and, that, and to yeah. me, that's also what the brother. That's what the brother could have, because you know what? It's all right. Everybody, everybody heard a black man laugh, right? Yep. Black man laugh. Let me just tell you the origin how it started. Black man laugh was started because brothers of let us make man were always doing work in the community. We trying to save everybody else's kids, but we not saving our own. You know what I'm saying? So these brothers came together with just their sons and they were all taking turns talking to each other's sons because my son can't hear it from me, but he might hear it from you. Mm -hmm. And your son can't hear it from you. He might hear it from me. So therefore that's what the, it was called ups and sons. And literally it was a small group of men just giving game to each other's sons. But then us being who we are and just loving us, how we love us. So I wanted to bring a friend. Next you think next thing you know, a group of ten turned into a group of three hundred men every week. So it, it it became exactly what we were trying to get out of, but at the same time it was something good. To your point, like it's shit that niggas learned from my daddy that I didn't even see. You know what I'm saying? Niggas looking at my daddy and they were like, Oh, your daddy did whoop whoop. I ain't see that shit. Cause sometimes it's blocked out of biasness. It's blocked yeah. out of yeah. hard headedness. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, damn, my dad ain't that's what, yeah. But that's what, uh, you know, we, I'm gonna respond to what they said, but to add on, what does a brotherhood do? The brotherhood gives yeah. the, uh, the the brotherhood gives perspective. Yeah. Too. Like I always tell the young boys, like my son, 13, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, he's gonna learn from me, but he's gonna learn something from y'all differently because. Yeah. I'm his dad. That, he's not yeah, going to take it from me. That's it. Way. He's going to take that's it from y'all differently. But what he won't know is I've imparted it to y'all as well. So it's all, it's, you're still going to get it. Mm-hmm. So to, to say this to, to the young guys, I know it feel the way because I used to feel that way too about like hearing what old men had to say and feel like some of it was antiquated, right? But then the older I got, I realized, and y'all probably heard this saying, the more things change, the more things are the, the same. same. And that's it. Right. So it's like, 
the same angst that we're feeling in this generation, they felt it in their generation. They felt the generation before. So what I could do is take some of those gems and refine it down from my generation one. Mm -hmm. And then two, I realized, because now that I hit 36, really it happened at 35. 30, I started feeling like, okay, I'm the maturity just switched this, ah, Mm -hmm. cut on and things change. 35 is when I realized I feel like a fucking time traveler. So when I hear a nigga say he's 26 and I'm 36, mm. my stepbrother's 26, I'm always saying to you, 10 years ago, yeah, this is what I would have did. Mm-hmm. And because I'm young enough to still understand what's going on now, I'm trying to give it to you in your terms. Mm-hmm. Now, the issue come in where, yeah, I'm going to think my word is gold because I know if I jump back 10 years ago, where, where, where I would be now, right? You don't see it as gold because you're still trying to figure yourself out. out. So the the advice sounds somewhat biased or it sounds somewhat even irrelevant. I remember when I was 22, 23, uh, OG, I was in a program and I had a chance to get my CDL, right? Me just leaving college, I'm thinking, I ain't going to be no truck driver. Mm-hmm. Truck driver, nigga, I got a fucking college degree. 10 years later, if I would have had a CDL during COVID and when all that stuff was going on with like the trucking system and like the trucking industry blowing up the way it is, if I would have had a CDL under my belt, you would, yeah. man, I, you know what I'm saying? The way the paper would have came in would have been totally different. Right. So when I hear a young cat now, I tell, hey, you got is it a free CDL program? Right. Go do it. I know you might have X, Y, Z to do, but I didn't know you could be a local, I didn't know you could be a local CDL driver. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know that you could do like a day trip and come right back home. I thought every truck driver was all on the road, yeah. all on the road, fucking with lot lizards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out David. You know what I'm saying? And like not and, and not and not coming up. You know, who knew that TikTok would go off the way it is and YouTube would go off the way it was? Right. I could have been a YouTube truck driving, did it for five years. Shout out to my boy Reginald. Reggie started driving trucks when we left high school. Boy, yeah. now own three, four, five trucks. Own a whole company, ain't touched the truck in three years. Yeah. So, let me, I'm so wisdom and wisdom. You know what I'm saying? So, so my unk, when I first moved out here on the music shit, I I never forget my unk is in real estate, mm. right? Make a lot of money. He said, um, he said, I know you're doing your rapping and all that shit. He said, what you think about uh writing though? Writing for folks and getting into this. Now, mind you, I'm 25, 26. I think I ain't like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm whoop, 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 whoop. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. Took me 10 years to actually take that information and say, oh, I can get money. I'm thinking like, oh, he's just in real estate. He don't know nothing about music or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just that, that listening and gaining. And I'm like, damn, like, yeah, I got it and making it happen now, but. I could have took that information mm-hmm. back then or whatever, yeah. but just listening. So when I'm trying to provide now, my other approach, when I talk to young cats, cause I have a nephew that's 25 and we, we, we bump every now and then, but I try to, I try to position myself to where I just listen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, I'm understanding that he's in that world right now of knowing everything. Mm-hmm. And, and so it's like, okay, now you gotta, but I don't want to be the, I told you so, but I'm only telling you what I experienced and what I did this. So I'm, I'm trying to, correct you before the correction needs to happen yeah. you know what i'm saying so now, i think that's one thing we gotta find is the, the sweet the, spot the formula to remove delay application 
You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's. I but mean, you we have a real conversation. You can't, you you can't, you can't remove the like. That's life. That's what life that's is. That's what life is. But, it's like I can sit here and tell you everything that you should, could reasonably do to be successful. Right. But you have, have to, to go through it. it. Yeah. You, you got to do it. it. Don't matter what information that's I give you. Don't matter what tools you have. I can give you a million dollars right now and tell you everything you need to do with that million dollars. But you, Eldridge, got to live with that million dollars with how and you I, are. And I hate it because yeah. I, 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 I strongly believe that experience is not the best teacher. It's a class that we all sign up for. No, bro. It's the only teacher. No, experience like, is your only like, teacher. But not because I can't, we can't say Because there are some areas where we apply application early. early There's early. certain things that we did we didn't have to experience. You didn't have, like, yeah. I didn't have to experience having a baby to know that. Having a baby would have slowed me down. But you yeah. still don't know what it like, means to have a baby. But you know what, what it means to be slowed down, but you don't know what it means to have a baby. But I you'll that, never know you'll I never t- know what it means to have a baby. But what I mean what I mean is I knew the importance of not having it on my journey, mm-hmm. so I didn't have it. Now But this, that's a different that's a different conception. You don't know you still don't know what it means to have a baby. You know what it means to have a responsibility that takes away time from things that you would want to do. I give but you that. You don't, you don't I know give what it means that. to have so, a baby. So what I'm saying is I'm not necessarily Trying to make you experience the having a baby, it's, it's, baby. It's I just, I'm just telling you. Listen to it. my wisdom <laughs> of don't <laughs> have that motherfucker. <laughs> if, if, if you plan on doing A B C D E F G, <laughs> like, no, that, that, no, you're right because my little brother. I remember my dad had to talk with us. Right, he didn't really tell us the in depth. He just, oh, you know, put the condom on, blah blah blah. Boom. I have my first child. Right, my first my my son, and that's when he's telling me. His horror stories of the child support and how much stress he was and how depressed he was. And I'm looking at this nigga like, like bro, if you would have told, told me this story, this experience, I would have took it different. But think about it, brother. that might that might not have been your experience though. He uh, couldn't. Hey, he would he would have spoiled your experience <laughs> no, 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 no. thinking that you would have had no, the same experience but, he had. But but because of the wisdom and because of knowledge, you just know to Eldridge's point. I didn't need to have a child my senior year of college because that that actually kept me from going to FAMU. Now the whole you know universe and everything happened. Happy first, happened. Yeah, I believe yeah. that too, but I know for sure my brother would tell you too. Me having my first child to this day, he is married with his wife and they still don't have kids yet because he saw what I went through firsthand. He lived with me. I made him change those diapers because I'm like, bro, if you end up getting a baby, this is how it's gonna be. And to this day, he's like. Until I know I can be responsible and ready, I don't want no kids. So he learned from me. He didn't have to accidentally get somebody pregnant and have a kid and be like, "No, I ain't gonna do this shit no more." Mm-hmm. So, like to to your point, some yeah. of that experience, I think I think what it is, we have to find the people that we connect with. Like mm-hmm. everybody learns differently. Some people hands on. Some people read. Some. I think what we have to do is as brothers put ourselves out there and then let those young brothers. Connect with, connect with I got I got that from my I got that from my mom. My mom was such so adamant about my sisters not being team mothers. Mm-hmm. Like my mom like preached that shit and I heard it. So yeah. I'm like, well, I guess I don't need to make <laughs> a team mother. Yeah. See my mom don't think it's smart. But I never had the conversation of like not fucking with hoes and yeah. shit. Cause like I wish I would have. Like I wasted a lot of time. Like yeah, because- nigga, we used to call that shit a mission. Nigga, I'm on a mission, nigga. And every day, <laughs> every look at this nigga, he still calling it. <laughs> look, look, oh, every, look, look, look. every day was a fucking mission. Like, yeah, yeah, I mean, because I think at the end of the day is that I think as as men, we we on, on both ends. I think for the younger generation and the older, um, we have to. I think it's our duty to give you the information. 
You know what I'm saying? Now it's up to you to take it and do what you do with it. But if I don't get like, at least me personally, if I don't give it to you, I feel like I haven't done my job as a man. That part. You know what I'm saying? That, that's just me. Well, you do what you do. You don't have to listen. But if I, if I be like, oh, you'll figure it out yourself. Like to me, that's trash. That's just me. You know what I'm saying? So I have to give you the information and I'm, I'm only giving it to you from my, from my experience. I'm not telling you mm-hmm. what to do, but if I don't and I watch you go through it, then if we, if we get to the point, just like you said, Keith, you'd be like, damn, why you didn't tell me that? Cause I'm not telling you to scare you. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm giving you the information out there. And, you know and, what I'm saying? And, and what I will say is, you know, with this generation in particular, and, and for me, you know, uh, one of the things I took, especially after we pledged, um, shout, shout out to my DP, uh, Shanley. He told us, you know, take your experience and then figure out what you would do different and make it better and make it better for the next time. That's the same thing. And yeah. I literally take that with my children. Yeah. Right. And I take that with like folks that I meet. Like, I really do try to, like, okay, hey, I've got to tell you my opinion and tell you what I think you should do. Mm hmm. Some things I won't tell a person to do, but every now and then I will say to somebody, like, hey, what you doing might be stupid. You might want to quit your job, right? And let me tell you what quitting your job really means. means yeah. From there, you make a decision, right? And I just tell you my experience. Hey, if if you're on the fence, if you're hesitant mm-hmm. at 23, 22, living with your parents, and you're hesitant about jumping out there, let me tell you my experience. Mm-hmm. I was 30 with two kids living with my dad, and I just quit the job to do something that came out to be this. Mm-hmm. Then you'll realize, because that's something I had to do. I had to start researching and looking at older people and talking to older people and finding out, oh, you didn't make your first meal until you were 40? Mm. You didn't do yeah. this until you were... Th- I thought I had to get it at 25. Yeah, five, yeah. I thought I had to get it yeah. at 26. And then you realize, oh... Um, when you said, what you got to say? Get Get landing. I feel like that's what society does to us, though. Yeah, you right. They make us seem like, oh... You gotta do it. You gotta time. do it right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't be yeah. out here bullshitting, and 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 you gonna look ten years from now, you ain't gonna be nowhere. Mm-hmm. So society yeah. does that to us, to, and it kind of, it kind of, I feel like that kind of slows us down too, because we be so adamant and ambitious to get where we trying to go in life, and not just kind of life, and just live life yeah. at where we at in that moment. So, and so, so, so to your point, that's real. And, and that's where OG wisdom come in, right? Because when you're young, yeah. I know I was this type of person, and, I, and you were kind of like this. We all like this when we're young. All the all the pots going, yeah. All the kettles hot, right? When you get older, you realize. So that focus on this, on this right, right here. here. This is my bread and butter. This is what I'm gonna do. I said it to say like they made an announcement about Facebook and IG. Mm. They ain't paying for the reels no more, mm. right? Now, if you was a young person, you probably was that person that jumped from TikTok to the reels over here, and they paying now for you to the reels. But if you was an older person, you kind of realize, hey, my race is it's my right race, yeah, and this is what I'm gonna keep doing because I know that was a hot thing. And yep. if you live, especially our generation, we've lived through a lot of trashes. Mm-hmm. We lived through 9/11, mm-hmm. housing market crashes. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the uh, Wall Street people that was uh, protesting? It was Wall Street. Remember they were protesting? Yeah, Occupy Wall Street. Yeah, Occupy Occupy Wall Street. Wall Street. Like, Wall Street. We, we've yeah. lived through a lot, a lot of, of yeah. like stuff, like and major we, impactful, major impactful the, stuff. So like Hurricane Katrina, <laughs> like, all of it. Like, so now, yeah. you know, I was just, uh, shout out to Chad. Yeah, was twenty Chad years. Was talking, and I was like, bro, when I, now when I see a depression or a recession, Sesh, yeah. my mindset different because mm-hmm. I've been squirreling away. So now I'm like, there's opportunity. Tony, yeah. You That's know what, what I'm saying? saying? There's, there's something bigger coming down the pipe. pipe but if like, you ain't yeah. never been through it before, you feel the squeeze. The angst you feel, you feel yeah. all of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So now the wisdom will come to the young person and say, hey, 
this at ten years ago when it first happened. Mm-hmm. This, this is how it happened. Yeah. Let me tell you what you should do. Mm-hmm. Now from there, you can take this gold or you can throw it away. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because to y'all point, I I feel like everything an old person says is gold because the older you get, you realize you don't want to waste your breath. breath. Yeah. That's why I Man. feel like it's important for you to tell me your experiences, whether they were positive or negative. Hey, like uh, we were talking uh, earlier, whether your relationship was positive or negative, don't get into marriage, do get into marriage. Mm-hmm. It's important for you to tell me those things so I can I can still make a decision and right. decide. Like I still have it in the back of my head what you told me, yeah. but I can develop my own experience with also what you told me. Like, I heard you say you crossed the um fraternity. Mm. For me, I did too, but it was something that personally with my dad, he didn't necessarily agree with, but mm-hmm. I went ahead and did it myself and went through the process and I developed myself myself in that process. Now, did you eventually, right eventually, <laughs> no. opposed to what a lot of people would do what, and believe. What, what frat you choose? Did you choose? I, I did. And I'm a, I'm a, this is what I get to. I pledged Alpha uh-huh. Phi Alpha. But see, but see, also with this, I know you see, I see you hit a little button, but you might take it back when I say I also did something that most people won't do. I ended up denouncing from that organization. Uh, More so just based off of my, it kind of was how I was raised up. They have my, my beliefs, beliefs and beliefs. my relationship mm-hmm. with the most high. So I kind of did go back to what my dad taught me in different things. Mm-hmm. Now everybody might not agree with it, but I kept it in him telling me his experience. And me also taking my own route, mm-hmm. I came back to who I am and what I believe based off what he taught me, but I had to deal with it myself. Now, side note, that's on another pot, right? Because yeah. I do want to have that combo because I actually got a partner from Fort Valley who, who was a capper and denounced. Okay. And we, we, got, got, so, we yeah. got a partner that denounced. Yeah. 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 So, like, it, 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 happens, it happens, but. Yeah. We all have. We are, but see, I, I say all that to say back to the gold part is that's why old people think everything they say is gold. And I think that for the old people out there, if you meet a young person and they don't take your word as gold, don't stop giving it out because there is a young person who's going to connect with you. And as a, uh, and as a young person, somebody. yeah, and as a young person, if you hear something and you receive something from an old person that you don't think is gold, it's okay to not take it, but just, not accepted respectfully. You know so what I'm saying? I, now, because one thing I like about this generation, y'all's discernment is way better than our generation. Mm. I will say that. Like, because y'all have so much information, y'all have so much to compare from. It was OGs telling us to, sh- to do shit that we thought was right and was word, and we would do that shit, and now you look, look up like, that shit was stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that was, and y'all niggas really are believing this? You know what I'm saying? But we didn't have a lot of things to kind of go off and compare it from. Like we had just started getting internet and just started being exposed to like a bunch of different things in the world. So I will give kudos to this generation about that. They have good discernment on that. But yes, everything an old person says is gold because they feel like they're about to die. Hmm. <laughs> Do you Damn. know what I'm saying? So I, I want to I say <laughs> Before I go, don't pay more than 40. Because, because I know how I am. Don't pay more than 40. <laughs> I know how I am. <laughs> I know how I am and I'm an asshole, right? So as soon as like somebody shut me down, I, that's all right, cool. You'll get it somewhere else. Yeah. I can't waste my breath. breath Plus I yeah. got three kids, so yeah. they gonna get it. Gonna you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I'm just giving it to you early. But they gonna get it, you know what I mean? So I think one thing that I've always, and because I guess we're speaking to young men, is like when I was an educator, I used to teach high school up in New York. Um, I used to work with young men, yeah, in New York, uh, Brooklyn and Harlem. I used to work with young men, and the the 
they all had different problems, different you issues, like you know. <laughs> um, but I guess the one thing that I always tried to leave with the young man was that it's like, you own your life. Like, your life is yours. Mm-hmm. Whether you look at me and think, oh, Mr. Jones is somebody I can be like, or you look at, you know, a, a rapper, you look at some, you know, wealthy businessman, that life is theirs. It's not your life. And you right. can model your life after theirs and you can make decisions that might align you with the life that you think you want to live. But at the end of the day, you have to make the choices for yourself. And I think for young men, a lot of us externalize. We look outwardly for what we need or want in the world versus turning inward and saying, what do I need for myself right now so that I can move forward, so that I can have good discernment, so that I do have a good understanding of the decisions I might make in life one day. And I think that is the one thing that I've always tried to leave at young men is that your life is your own and you make your decisions. Your father is not your life. The person that you look up to is not your life. Even your best friend, that is not your life. Your life is your own. And I think that's something that a lot of young men have to kind of in, internalize. A lot of people. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know and it's, and it's great yeah, that's advice great. for young men, but that's people. Cause yeah. I was, I was just talking to a friend the other day. I said, as much as I love my life, and I can genuinely say that. Like, and, I mean, you can just, if you know me, you know my energy. You see, I'm pretty consistent on the vibrations that I put out because I really love everything about my life. I love the people in it. I love what I do. It's not too many experiences that I desire, whether it's travel or um, physical things that, that I want that I haven't been able to attain and grab. But as much as I love my life, if I look at all of my decisions that I make, there's a level of responsibility in all of my decisions to someone else. You know what I'm saying? I know who I am to my family. I know I am to my team. I know I am to, I can't just like, even with like, with just other media, if I got up today and I said, cause I did this with my music. I used to be, anybody knows I used to be heavy on the music. I woke up one day and I said, I'm not doing it no more. And I just, Switch like that, and I start writing my book, and I start focusing on my nonprofit. I couldn't do that today with this, just because there's too many people that have bought in and put their lives in it. You know what I'm saying? Their decisions in this. So there's a lot of my decision how I move is not necessarily like it's based off of other responsibilities. So if I get to the highest level of my success, where I'm not working for the bag every day. Like the money is in the bank and I know all the stuff that I got people doing could happen without me doing it. I question what would be my decisions, right? Like where would I live? You know what I'm saying? Where would I do? Like what would I really do if I remove the responsibilities of others off of me? So I, what, what you're saying is definitely real. So I'm saying as a person that loves my life, I still live my life for others in a sense. So I can only imagine for people that don't love their life and they're just making, they're not even making any moves because I don't want to disappoint this person or I don't know how this person going to look at me. So it's, it's, it's sound advice. No, no. I mean, I think that's real. I think a lot of people have a lot of internalized, you know, shame and like, I guess, you know, they don't know what they should be doing. At least when I talk to younger folks, like as a teacher, it was always questions. I got more questions than li- about life than the tests, about what we was reading. It was, this going on in my life, Mr. Jones? I don't know how to feel. Or this is happening. What do you think about that? 
And that's what I really enjoyed about teaching was really just being able to help a young person think through some things. I can't give you an answer. And I was just telling them, look, to someone else says, like, I did this or I would have done this. But it's like, look, this is your life. Right. I can give you, you some do? conception of what I think. But you got to go make this decision. You got to decide if you're going to show up to school or not because you don't like Miss So-and-so. That right. ain't my choice. I can yeah. hear you out. Yeah, you don't like a class. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, you might not want to show up. But ask yourself, what happens when you don't show up? You know what I'm saying? It's like, you're going to make that decision. I'm not going to tell you one way or the other. And I guess, you know, because I'm a bad teacher, you should tell the student. It's like, nah. It's like, look, the kid don't want to go to class. I ain't going to tell him to go to class. I'm going to be like, look, you're going to make a decision. Know what comes with your decision. You know what I'm saying? And I think for a lot of folks, they don't want to accept the responsibility of their decision because it's hard, because it really only sits with you. It's easy to say, well, my mom, my dad, my teacher, my friend, my job. But it's like, well, what did you do? So what I got did you decide. I got a question for you. What's the one decision that you made that you probably, if you could go back, you wouldn't make it. And what have that, what would that have changed in your life? Honestly, I've thought about that. I was like, are there any decisions I wouldn't have made? And it's like, I don't think there are any decisions I wouldn't have made. I might've made them in a different way, but every decision I've ever made is like, it's something I wanted. Like, yeah. Every decision I've ever made is something I wanted. And whatever came from a good or bad, I had to accept that. There's nothing that I would go back and be like, I just would not do that thing because I know why I did the thing. And I learned what happened with the thing, even if it was negative. But it's like, I wanted to do it. I wanted to figure out what this looked like. I wanted to see what would happen. And I and I, and I took it. You know what I'm saying? So right. I can't. And I live that. I live my life that way because. That's how you become I, who you are. Yeah, I don't want to have regrets. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have things that I wish I would have done differently, but I don't have regrets for what I've done in my life and how I live because I've always made that intention that And that's what I, I mean more so like that decision. Because I think I think most people that are pretty solid on their life don't have regrets. But I know for me, you said you were talking about something earlier. You were talking about the difference between educated and uneducated people. I didn't go to college, right? Mm-hmm. But my decision of why I didn't, I'm not mad I didn't go to college. I'm not mad at where I landed. But my decision of why I didn't go to college was a false. It was built off of a lie. Mm. I didn't think I was smart enough. Mm. So because of that, I would go to college if I could go back. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, you still can go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you now. I want to tell you, I really resonate with that because as a teacher, as a college counselor as well, I had to talk to kids about their life decisions. And yeah. they, I'm not smart enough. I don't have the grades. It's this, that, and the third. And it's like, look, you can do whatever you set your mind, mind to. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of things that people don't recognize and like really accept. Yeah. And so it's like... And I didn't... I never... Throughout my entire academic matriculation, I had never had a black male yeah, teacher. teacher. That's, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that, that changes the game. And I've only, but that's what I'm saying. And I've only had one black teacher. It was Miss Arnold. That was my seventh grade math teacher. Saying that to say it's why I'm such an advocate against private schools for black kids, white private school for black kids, and like not having black educators. It's, it's just a level of comfort. I've only had one black coach. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And that was the only coach that even just pushed on another level to try some more shit. You know what I'm saying? The white coaches didn't do that shit for me. Yeah. So yeah. uh so what I'm saying is I don't have regrets on my life, but if I could go back because I didn't go to college off of a lie, of a lie. I would now go to college. And yeah. that's why I be telling like yeah. I had kids be like, Should I go to college? Should I not? It's like, look, what do you want for your life? You know what I'm saying? Because I never I never I never come with a it's called a um 
I never come with like a deficit mindset. It's like, I'm not going to look at what's going wrong, what you think. It's like, what are the affirmative things that you can say about yourself and about where your life is? And where can you move from that? It's like, I would never tell a kid they weren't smart enough to go to college. Right. I might tell them that they need to work a little harder. They might have to take some, you know, remedial courses, but I'm not going to say that you can't do it. Right. And it's like, there are people out here who give bad advice because they are older, because they've been in the space. And it's like, that's why I say everybody's advice ain't gold. Yeah. And as even as a young person, you have to have discernment. Yeah. You have to have yeah. discernment for it. this person to? might be trying to do good. Right. But what they're saying isn't applicable to me. Yeah. It might be relevant, but it's not applicable to me. And if you aren't discerning, then you might take a lie and say, well, this ain't for me. Mm. And that ain't the case. And so it's like, as an educator, I always say, like, you know, speaking to children, like, really give them the ability to say that they can do, do something. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, it's better to have that mindset than to give them something negative to run with, in my yeah. opinion. That's it. fact. No, I, see, I, I'm the same way. I try not to have like no regrets. I only have one regret. I'll keep all everything else probably my same kids, just just a uh, few baby mothers. I should have. So young, and, you know, you gotta watch out for that. You know, having kids at a young age. Like that. <laughs> All right, back on the bullshit, man. Yeah. Back on the bullshit. We back. No more real right. shit. Yeah, yeah, back on the real <laughs> shit. Like, it's because cause I, I had to balance it out because they be like, y'all ought to talk about women. They ought to talk about their ass again. Um, <laughs> what do y'all feel? What do y'all got to feel? Because I had a sister. We had an episode, Dead Through the Crates. Um, now it's people. Now that we're going to episode 200, it's a lot more people going back man, listen listening to, to the older episodes getting ready yeah, so shout out to y'all man shout yeah. out to y'all like leave them comments you know what I'm saying hit the speak pipe if y'all got some uh, comments on old episodes yeah. so it was an old episode where we were talking about you know asking brothers are you a future are you a Russell and she was just saying oh, how we. she hates future and future what he represents can I just say that's a horrible dichotomy <laughs> like that's the worst dichotomy I gotta be pro NFL player versus trap god of Atlanta like can I just be me only, only one I gotta only be one. one or the other look, only they one both one. got more money than me so it don't matter look, like, but only one of them kept here fully dressed Damn. Damn. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We can't do that. We can't do that. You can't do that. You can't do that. Every man in here. I love you. Every man in here. Oh, no. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you People talk about how Sierra was with Future and how now she, you know, was wanting to be this way. Now she a ball player wife and then she wore that one dress with the, uh, with the seat through yeah, whatever the carpet it's like y'all think y'all think Russell Wilson ain't know who he married y'all think he ain't married a girl from, from Atlanta no, like come on respect though to me it's about the respect it's about how you gonna present yourself and what you gonna do what you allow so that lady was right there that lady was right there if you okay with it where is the disrespect if you as a husband are okay with your wife wearing whatever she wearing who is being disrespectful you yeah. to yourself. No, no. You, you to are, yourself no. is being disrespectful no, 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 for allowing. You are disrespecting yourself, black no, no, man. No, bro, that's how I feel. No, There's no, no disrespect there. Because hey, look, no disrespect. Look, between you, a man and a woman, hey, man, hey. if my woman steps out and I had a problem with it, 
I'm going to say something. I'm not going to let you go out. And so if a man lets a woman go out or but, she goes out, look, 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 it's you, not a problem. But that's not always the case, though. He could have he could have eased. This is Sierra we're talking about. He could have easily no, said, no. hey, I don't feel comfortable. with a grown man and she who like, speaks openly that. about and his feelings. If fuck he felt that. any type of way about whatever she wore, he would have said something. That don't like, mean why, that you... Why are we... That don't, nah, no, no, no. We're nah. trying to dictate... Uh, you ca- you ca- no, bro. bro. You ca- we're trying to dictate how Russell Wilson's bro. supposed ca- to feel. Bro, bro no, no, no. You ca- no, look, look, I'm not capping. Look, look, so, so, so everything you tell a woman to do... But look, everything you tell a woman to do, she do. You can't dictate how Hear me out. What I'm saying is, I hear what you're saying, but you said one line that's cap. You said if he would have felt something, he would have said it. You're not going to say that. No, and like, that's, a, that's nah. his problem. That's his fault. If he didn't say nothing, he felt something, then as but, a man, but what then he, he didn't speak something? up. So he need to sit but and what bite his tongue. But what if he did say something? What like, if he did say something? Bite his tongue. Bite his tongue. What if you say something and she say so? so then, that, then, no, now you get to have a conversation about what the problem is. Yeah. But if you never say but she nothing, bro, all people are doing is sitting at home and projecting. Man, if that was my woman. Bro, and you. Nah, bro, listen, bro. No, 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 no. Sources say that he said something sources. to sources. I forgot I was talking to a teacher. State your sources. Hey, Quotations and everything. Quotations and everything. You feel oh me? Oh my god. Where's your sources come from? Where your sources we got look, from? we as men have to be honest that we sit can and your project. Wear, can your wife wear it? Yes, yes, yeah. she can. Because yeah, here's what I'm saying, bro. No, no, because here's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm me. I'm me. I don't care about that, nothing like that. That yeah. the conversation. So I want you to follow that train of logic, though. It's like, okay, in that case happens. Like, she wears that dress out. Why is it disrespectful? What happens? For me, it's only disrespectful if I said something on the way No, out, no, but if still... you ain't say shit, she walks up the house. How's it disrespectful? Hold on. Did... We don't have no. You, you don't say shit. No. Nah, well, you, uh, well, you, you see your outfit. You okay, walk it's, at the it's, house. It's disrespectful. People are saying it's disrespectful. Why it's, is it disrespectful? It's disrespectful to me if we've had that conversation about any article of clothing. I'm, I'm about and you did it, and she did it anyway. If that's I mean, never been a conversation, how is it disrespectful? I, well, they, I don't know because like it, it, <laughs> if you talk to any woman, you it sounds like most most niggas in that situation don't want their women wearing a revealing outfit because a nigga might say something about it, and now you got to do something about it. I mean, yeah. Ultimately, it comes down to like. When a woman wears a revealing dress, there's going to be a nigga outside that says something about it. Like, why Why does it become disrespectful then if you didn't have a conversation before it came out the hall? Oh, well, that's why I disrespect for me. Any woman that dated me know that shit ain't going to fly. I mean, but, like, we know but, this. But, but, but you've had the conversation. Let's say you haven't. But the clothes coming off But, but, all right, so. We're talking about also we're talking about Sierra. You know, you know, so it's like she's a public figure. So like it's, it is a little bit different. Sometimes that could be how she makes her money with doing certain things. But if you if you were your average blow Joe, head. like it was just say, you gotta know, like my woman know it's like nah, we're not going for that because what is the image? What is the purpose of your, your woman going out dressed like that? Is she going to say, oh, it's just so I feel sexy. Well, we can feel sexy at the crib. You don't have to be. It's not that you can't be. It's not. No, it's not that you can't be sexy. Nah, you can be sexy. You can be. I ain't going to say like, oh, cover up everything. But like, if have you seen, I know y'all have seen some of these outfits women are walking out in now. It's crazy. It's crazy. Hey, black man. Hold on, hold on. Bad outfit. Hold on, hold on. First of all, black man, stand on your word. It's okay. No, what you want to say? I, I, just, got, I, 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 say? I just got a question though. <laughs> so are y'all telling me y'all the niggas? Are y'all the type of niggas that you would be at the pool 
or at a beach and your wife can't wear a two piece? No, that's different. That's different. <laughs> it, it's it's the setting. You can't go you can't go to the beach. But but hold on, but if it's first of all, if it's one piece to be looking sexy. But no. No, nowadays though it's Tuesday in the city of Atlanta and they going out with that beach fit on. It's like come on now, that's a difference. Okay, all right, so let's 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 move it back to Sierra. Let's move it back to that though. So to me, because can your I'm, girl I'm, do it? Yeah, because okay. I'm not for that's me. It, no, let me tell you what it sounds like. Now, I, now every nigga know. that said that, I want to see a picture of your girl with her ass out be, right be, now. Be, because <laughs> not, every nigga, this is let me see a picture know, of your girl with her ass out. I would rather let's, her, go ahead and pull it out. Let's let that motherfucker be sexy. I would rather her do that with me. Let's let that motherfucker be sexy. But see, it's not. I'd rather have her to play that like it's insecurity. I'd rather have her do that with me. It's not. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We gotta stay right so, here first. So, 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 yeah, so here's the deal. I would rather she could do, do it with her. you. I'd rather have her. I'd rather have her dress like that with me mm-hmm. than just out here with her girls and doing it like that. Like so she you can't can't do it by so she could wear that with her girls. You can't put a lemon on it. Ah, don't put a lemon. Gotcha. We got him. Gotcha, bitch. Yeah, don't put a lemon on it, bro. I'm not stand on it. No, 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 no. I can stand on. I said I would rather. I'm not. I, I would never police what the woman is wearing. I will. Yeah, me. I, but not, why do you not, have that preference? If you want it at some times, but not the other times, no. She gonna argue. No, no, I do this listen, with you. Listen, I do this I, everywhere. Uh, listen, listen. I said I would rather. I'm not gonna make a big deal out of it. I'm just telling you what I would rather. Let me see your girl ass. That's all I'm saying. Well, I mean, which one? I, but see, so let's be real. Let's be real. If you, if you want to be a thousand percent real on it, it is a time and a place. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So when it does come to policing women's clothing, body, whatever, and what have you, I believe it all falls within the castle of that man. Mm-hmm. I said mm-hmm. earlier, every man is the king of their castle. Your values and how that falls Identify. through is how you run your castle. That might be a form of protection. That might be a form of respect. That might be a form of just how we represent when we out here. Now, the last thing I would say is, listen, if there's no restrictions on what you're wearing, then that could be fine. But where is what, what for because for the brothers that say that it's like I know what you I know what you mean as far as liberation and like letting allowing your women to do what they want to do, but are you really comfortable with your woman wearing a sheer dress yes. with nipples? So, yes. Okay, okay, so then. Yes. So then how? Yes. Okay, so look. So follow up question. Man, let is, me see your girl ass. Yes, <laughs> they not comfortable with it, E. They not comfortable with it. That's the thing. Y'all know y'all talking. No, that's what I'm saying. We about to get it to what we're talking to. Exactly. The next question is, so how are you that comfortable with that? What allows you to be that comfortable? What makes me? What I'm going to tell you. No, no, no. It ain't about lifestyle. For me, it's look. If you are with a person mm-hmm. and y'all in a relationship, back to everyone's main point, mm-hmm. we would have talked about it before. That's it. Conversation. Have communication with your partner. If you are not okay with something, I'm not saying it's a free all women wear this, women supposed to, no. Have a conversation with your partner. Don't come in here with unstated expectations and then feel a type of way when that person wants to live their life, especially if you ain't never said nothing. Now, if you've said something and then they choose to do that, then that's out of the confines of the relationship that y'all have bore. But for me, 
I don't care how a woman looks. I know if I'm dating a bad woman, dude's going to holler. Regardless. I know that if I'm dating a bad woman, she probably going to want to look sexy whether I'm there Regardless. or whether I'm not. All I can rely on is the fact that she has enough faith in the fact that we are together mm-hmm. that she will not step out or do anything unbecoming of this union or relation that we say mm-hmm. we have. Yep, and that's called trust. And that's all I can have. Now, if that trust is broken, then we have to have another conversation. Well, well, but I'm well, not going to dictate how you move because you bad. And I don't want some other dude looking. If anything, yes, bro, she bad. And she mine. And you can't get to her. I, no, I get that. I get that. And I, and I understand like that. that part. My, 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 the next question. Okay. The, the, the next question for me though is, it's never you between, be a trappy man. No, 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 I, no. I understand. It's never, it's never the trust between you and your woman. I would like to know how do you respond to everybody else when your girl is wearing her thong. So here's the thing: I'm not supposed to, to respond, to respond to, to them because yeah. one, what are up. they saying to me? Because first and foremost, I'm about to I practice you jiu jitsu. Here's the thing: here's the thing. If you want to fight, we can fight. I'm not afraid to fight. See, that's the thing. It's always about this: Are you ready to defend, bro? I'm always ready to fight. It ain't a problem to fight. It, it, that ain't my See, issue. I tell y'all again, I'm a lover, not a fight. Your woman shouldn't put you in that position, though. A lot of times, them doing that is she's not. She's not putting me in that position. Another dude, dude has put me in that position nigga, because he's trying yeah, something. Because he's me. No, no. Listen, let's follow the logic. Let's follow the logic. She, she, she's dressing. She's dressing provocatively. Now listen. She dresses provocatively. She goes outside. A man approaches her. He says, "Yo, mom, you look good. Whatever. Let me get your number." She says, "I'm sorry. I'm taking. Thank you. Whatever." Now, if he continues to pursue, that is not her fault. She already did her duty. She, she turned him down. It's his problem for pursuing when she showed no interest. All right, bro. I agree. It's not her fault. But it is her ass fault. <laughs> but see, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm bigger, I'm bigger about the why. I'll be real. I probably would have said, all right, to her. But all right, so, look, away. so look, my last, my last question is, what was your shorty's why to express to you why she needs to be out? Exactly. Outside, but exactly. Yeah. And most, hold on, hold on, hold on, bro. Most people, most females, bro, if you ask them. I like Most females, if you no, ask no, them no, their no, why. No, I said, why do, why does she like, Every woman has a different reason. Like no, not, I picked her because I liked her. That's what she liked, nigga. When I picked her, yeah, she I liked was that too. Like that. She was like, there. But, you go. but see, uh, a, a, a lot of times when men are looking at these, he answered my question. But what I'm saying, but what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, my question. Russell did not meet Sierra like that. What do you mean? Sierra did a whole trip, nigga. She she did, did a whole transformation. transformation. Oh, I can find you a, I can find you a hundred pictures of her in church with the laundress, her ankles. But, but what like she was she being what this but, nigga needed her to be. She, she was did, being that, bro. She, did this she shit, bro, bro. Bro, let me tell you, bro. Did, let me tell you, bro. Bro, so she is, bro. So she is. Bro. Let me tell you. Let me, t- let me tell you, bro. Shawty got dang, Shawty got dang did a whole switch up. And then during the pandemic, Something came out that motherfucker. I'm just <laughs> telling y'all that. Yeah. If you pay attention to the you timeline, know it came out. She started hanging <laughs> with me to stay. Exactly. But see, I'm that's a, the problem. I'm against like that's trying to problem. control. That's the problem. I don't want to like paint this narrative that me having a, a preference is like me trying to control a woman. No, because of me picking the woman, I'm gonna already know. Like a lot of a lot of men go and look at these women who are half naked. Nah, bro. No, know that they wouldn't. You, nah, controlling, bro. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Nah, I'm really, I, I know the type of hoes you like on IG. You're not gonna let her do that shit. Nah, bro. and see, but that's my point though. As a man, I'm not chasing that as like this is my woman. If I know I'm not comfortable with that as a man, you got to know if I'm chasing this, this is what she's going to be on even in the relationship. So who I'm looking for isn't posting that. Like my previous ex, like, bro, she has a 
a great body, but it's like she also respected herself where if you go to her IG, it ain't just no crazy, like, hey, this picture was for you to see my ass, or this picture was for this, you didn't or for you to see to those see things. Nah, it's like, if you got to ask, you're going to see it, his, but respect yourself in it. Thing okay. too. What, what, what I be wanting is, like, again, let your girl do whatever she want to do. I, I actually like when y'all let y'all girl do that shit. I'm still waiting for nigga to pull pictures out, goddamn. So look, all I'm saying is, when it comes to this shit, let's just let's just admit where this shit came from. You know what I'm saying? This shit came from the root of attention, bro. Motherfuckers want that attention. Like that's what this shit is. Thank that's you. all the internet is. That's all social media is. It's attention, and, and sometimes that attention is negative. Sometimes that attention is dangerous. Sometimes that attention is hurtful. So what I'm saying is, for niggas that don't like that shit. I'm just not trying to attract that attention to you. Ask your girl what's her why. But no, that's the thing. Speak on it, bro. I, I go back to what I said. Like, dudes dudes will find the baddest woman in the club. They want to date strippers. They want to date IG models. They want the finest girl who's made all of their prominence off of being provocative, off of showing off what they got. And so now you want to cover that up just because you stepped in so, the picture? So, bro, that's arrogant. So that's he, arrogant he, as no, hell. No, I agree, no, I agree, I agree with, with that. Yeah. Agree but with what that. I'm telling you is because we don't let those women run amok, mm-hmm. they are now leaking over into the good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, bro, there's so his name. His name. No, 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 bro. It's the real. You made a false dichotomy. Yeah, them women are good women. No, bro, those are good women, bro. Hiding, bro. Them are good. Them are good. Them is good women. Look, but look, what I'm saying. Don't do that. But look, but what I'm saying is, being we we separate. Women, we it all blended in. We we ain't sitting here hanging with the goddamn the the dichotomy of the nigga that we say is fucked up. No, yes they are, dude. I know motherfuckers who gonna sit with killers today, robbers, liars, cheaters, stealers. That's my homeboy. I'm gonna dap him up, bro. Stop, don't do that. If we being real, let's be real, Elgin. Let's be real. I think, I think, I think, I think what it is. Put it like this. Put it like this. Future is not gonna interview Obama. But right now, Young Miami is about to interview Oprah. Like, it's, that what it better. But, but not. But what I'm saying, what I'm saying is, it's dichotomy opposites. It's dichotomy opposites. Obama is not about to sit down. Nah, nah, nah. I think, I think this is what it is. I think with LG, I think LG, what you're saying is, and we, I think we were starting to get to it in the conversation was, okay, when you meet her, and that's how she is, and that's how it is. Got you. I get but, you. But I'm with I, that. Then that's I, on the man. But if I met you under false pretenses, I met you at the church. We've been building under that's this whole. False you know. <laughs> well, so, yeah, it has. Nah, it is. If I met you, exactly. So what you saying is, what you saying is, regardless of how you met her. When she want to do it, she get to do what she want to do. We going to have a conversation. That's See, that's the thing. Y'all keep nigga, disappointed about nigga, the communication. you keep talking about this conversation. Yes, niggas need conversa- to talk. What happened with the conversation? Don't conversate. No, but, because but, that's, the that's, 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 that's the problem. That's the problem. If you ain't talking about it, like, that is the that's the crux, bro. Niggas don't want to have conversation. But let me be real, though, because we've had a whole month. We had a whole month of women on this podcast. And the issue with communication with women is that it's they right. don't know. No, they don't know. Like, I get what you're saying. When they know why and they know what they're doing, the conversation is different. But when they start doing behaviors and then you start questioning and trying to have the convo and they're also as confused because. So whose responsibility is it then to clear the confusion? The man. And again, 
we don't talk about what we want and yeah, we wait, just wait. Okay. assume and, so, and presume yeah, yeah. that a woman will fall in line when we with her. When I'm talking, so, and, and even if she do, and if she don't, yeah. she get left. And, and, and here's I the thing. Get, but y'all gotta be honest, bro. Yeah. Men don't want to be honest about the fact that we have expectations of women that when we show up in their lives, they supposed to do a complete <laughs> 180 change. and be this type of woman for us. We don't <laughs> oh, care no. about where no, she no, been no. before. No, no, no. We don't care about what she desires for her life going forward. I'm the head of this house. Oh, I'm the king of the castle. What I decide yeah, is going to go. No, I don't believe it. Let's be honest. This is how mother's saying, bro. Let's be honest. We don't believe it. Stop the cap. Stop the cap. Save yourselves today. We don't believe it. Because of Mike. You're going to save yourself Because that we really don't believe it. We don't believe it. I truly believe in showing up and that's who you are. Who I you can't are. change. Yeah. I cannot change a woman. I cannot change Facts. you. I, I tried to do it. I tried to do it one time. Yeah. Everything I tried. You know who they are. I mean, that's that's you know. Exactly. I ask a question. Why did you try and change them? Like on some earnest stuff. Why? What? What? Being young. Being young and dumb. Being young. I was young and dumb. Like you know, you know, she a hoe. I tried to make her housewife. We tried it. We all tried it before. One time. Yes. One time. One time. It was that good. It was that good. I'm trying to. Oh, no, sir. No, sir. No, sir. No. no. So no one can touch. <laughs> you know what? I'm not bad. Hold on. You said, you said no one can turn a whole no, no, house? No, what I'm saying. What, oh, you can. You can. What I'm saying is, is I'm a, I'm a reform. I'm a reform. I'm a reform. Yeah, yeah. And past sense. And, and, and what, it depends on what you call a hoe, right? The, that's the issue. Here, this is the issue. This is the issue. This is the issue. The word hoe. We can't define but it. But we can't define it because yeah. the niggas like you. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, you let these, you let, can these, I, can you I, let these hoes walk around act like they women. You know what I'm saying? We can't define this shit. We can't, we can't define the word hoe. So what, why, time out, time Why do we have to say? No, hold on, hold on. What is the, define hoe? Define a hoe. Someone who is sexually promiscuous, enjoys sex, will go out and desire sex and likes to have sex. That can't be a hoe. That can't be a hoe, bro. A, a, a hoe, a woman that enjoys that means everybody a hoe. What do you mean? And actively pursues sex. You said promiscuous specifically. Prom, all right, so like <laughs> promiscuous, define that. Like, but it, like for me, a, for me, a hoe, a hoe, a hoe is. Uh, to so me, a hoe is a person that has no, a person who is promiscuous with no inhibitions. Like they just go out. And it don't matter who the person, how much, whatever the fuck, anything can come in or go out, man or woman. Like, that's what the real hoe is that? You agree Outside with that? of that, if you want to have you sex, agree with no, that I don't sex? because hoes can have standards. Hoes don't have to fuck everybody. They just have to like sex. They no want to go. No, yes it is. Because if what? you have sex with, let's say, if you saw a woman and she had sex with five dudes in a week. Let's just say five dudes in three days. She but, she was, but she was choosy about the five dudes she had. Is she a hoe or is she not? Not, oh, not, she, not to she, me. Nah, she not a hoe to me. Not to me. Is she a hoe or is she not? I'm going to tell you. No, no, no. She's not a hoe. She's not a hoe. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All, all five of these niggas that she fucked, did she want to fuck them? Did any of these right. niggas spit game and trick It don't matter, bro. It don't matter. They had sex. No, they had sex. No, it do matter. It do matter. You said, like, you have a very low barrier of That's what I'm saying because standards. Because y'all be trying to get around the fact that you need to switch it. So, like, let's say you have sex with five women in a, in a week. Uh-huh. 
You wiped all five of them. No, stay on the mic. Stay on the mic, please. So say, my so say, so, say, okay. say I have sex with five women a week, but out of those five, one of them I need to fuck because my rent was due. One of them I need to uh, fuck because she Oh, you a trick for real? No, so what I'm saying? No, that's what I'm saying. No, I'm telling you, fucking them. What I'm saying? Fucking that's a hoe. So that's a hoe. We're referring to for enjoyment. So a hoe. If it's all, if it's all enjoyment, and that's what I'm choosing now. But if I'm doing it for reasons, if you're doing it for, and I did not want to do it, but I'm doing it, that's a hoe. So that's that's, that's a, a hoe. That's a hoe. We saying a hoe that's is a, that's a hoe. If, if there's an exchange of value for outside, of, if you just fucking, you just like fucking. That's, that's hey, you ain't no hoe. That's not a hoe. But if you got that fucking right. for money, you fucking for things. <laughs> you think for materialistic? Like, no, okay no, no I think I think if a girl, like, no, like y'all gonna use the word, just be okay with it, bro. Yeah. Everybody here can say we've had multiple, but what, multiple parties. Hold on, give it to him. Give it to him. Give it. Give him. You y'all y'all ask for definition for hoe. What we're saying, what we're saying, our definition. Of, of our definition of hoe because you're trying change. to save yourselves from the title that y'all are trying to place on women. Let's see, Me a hoe is a negative. No, no, no. Here's the thing. And y'all says hoe is a negative term, right? Let's just be real. Let's be honest. Hoe is a negative term. Yes. Let's just be real. It's a negative term. Yes. Yes. So you don't want to be called a hoe. Yes. But I will if I'm doing hoe. Let's just be real, bro. Like just like there, there are so many. Double standards of men and women, right. and one of our double standards is we can't. Be so here's the thing: we already understand double standards are illogical. So why are we wrestling on an illogical point? No, no, it's an illogical no, point. No, no, double standard is illogical. So why are we wrestling on an illogical point? No, no, no. When it comes to being a hoe, it's not a lot. It's not an illogical point. No, because one fact, but there is a double standard when it comes to sex because women are the gateway to sex. So that's why it's a different value on sex with men and when it is with women. So you are a hoe if a woman, if you giving your pussy to everybody but men, it's like, oh, oh, that's my nigga. Hell yeah, you doing this? You know what I'm saying? You doing it? That's why it's a different. No, you don't have the gateway. She has the gateway. You Hey, look, them beers talking now. Them beers starting to talk now. Say, hold on. If we're going to use words and definitions, hoe is a derives from whore. So, which is prostitution, which you all spoke of from in exchange yeah, that's, of that. That's to me. That's that's the basics. That's, that's so, it. But, but my so, question is: so, is that that's not fair? Because if you if there was a girl, you know, but, but, but wait, 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 let him finish. I promise, I'm coming to you next. Yeah, yeah, I promise. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't finish. So, so, so what they're speaking of is, is is the exchange. If this woman is having sex because she chooses to. If that's what she wants to do, then she doesn't fall in the whole category. But if she's doing it because she needs attention, because she needs money, because that's a hoe. And y'all can correct me. Am that's, I? That's exactly so, how. I so feel. that's it. So not 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 feel. the woman that not the woman that just wants to have sex because she's choosing. She's making the decision to give her pussy to whoever she want to give her pussy to. The same it's her way, body. The same way. And you can't police her. You can't. Poli- there, there I you think go. y'all still call that same woman a hoe. Huh? No, we wouldn't. No, I, yes, he would. No, we No, we wouldn't. No, I encourage that woman. Now, now, in general, maybe men will, but in, in, but specifically, specifically, but specifically, I would not. I will only call you a hoe if everything you do for sex is some type of exchange. Like he said, attention, value, money. Even for a man too. If you a nigga out here and you gotta fuck every chick. For something on some hoeish shit, shit, yeah, then you can be considered a hoe. Yeah, but like, not not you just want to fuck. Yeah, like I like to fuck, and so I want to fuck. Yeah, or and you, that's it. you make an or choice, if you fuck, so and then after I, you fuck, you receive goods. That's I, I, different. I think colloquially, the way that we use hoe versus the way that we use whore are two different words. But 
the way that we use hoe but what may I'm... have derived from prostitute, but the way that we use hoe is someone who is sexually promiscuous and outside. And what okay. I know what girls you... who have never in their life had sex for money. They just like niggas. They yeah. just like having sex. And they have been called a hoe. No, They've been labeled a hoe. They don't got some. Un- understood. Yeah, but but, look, but, though, but we, we, what we were saying, bro. Hoe. But at the end of it. <laughs> 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 I, <that's> a fa- <laughs> I love it. We needed that. <laughs> we needed that. Can you be serious I, about I, the I, term? Nah, nah, that's nah, a, that, that, that is But nah, but nah. It ain't just the money, though. It ain't just the money. It's also... The it's attention a, too. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm because it, it I, I knew a girl in school, right? And she thought she, she probably thought she thought she had to like, get, have sex. So I'm gonna ask you a question. Is Lori Harvey a hoe to you? No. 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 Bro, here's the thing. I don't know anything about that woman's sexual history, first and foremost. I know that she's dated three prominent people, as far as I know. Three? I don't. Here's the thing. I don't, one, I don't keep up with, with, with celebrity and, like and that. Father and son. But here's the thing, bro. <laughs> Who you date? One, again, we have no understanding of this woman's <laughs> sexual life. All we know is that she is seen with certain people who are celebrity. And so as long high as back. you get in a relationship, you're not a hoe for you? No. Bro, because y'all like, want like, it. First and foremost, here's the thing. First of all, I don't call him. His name. I'm going to be honest. Y'all know the last hoe that existed? Cat Stacks. Y'all remember that bitch? That was a real hoe. But here's the thing. First and foremost, I don't even use the word hoe. I'm going to be honest. I don't, I don't use the word hoe because anyone could call me a hoe. Yeah. Anyone can call anyone that's in here a hoe, but we won't allow uh-huh. someone to call us that because it's a negative and derogatory term. <laughs> no so the sim- nah, let's listen. Be honest. Like, <laughs> let's be honest, bro. Let's be real honest. We don't allow anyone to call us a hoe because regardless of what we think is defined as, we know it's a negative term. Right. And we know it's not something that you would want to be called, yeah. right? So I don't use that language first and foremost. And okay. so second, Thank when you. I look at women who are doing things that might be considered ho-ish or whatever, I don't judge them for that. Because all I know and understand is that a woman has a right to choose and desire just like a man does. And if a man can go out here and do everything under the sun and not be called a hoe, a woman can too. Especially if we go off the definition that y'all said where value isn't directly being traded. Everybody out here hoeing. So here's the thing. Why are we really making this dichotomy? Because there is no dichotomy. You enjoy sex. You're promiscuous. Maybe you give it up to somebody. Maybe you don't. And if you do that, I'm not going to say you're less of a person. I can't. I can't say you're less of a person because I've done the same thing. So that means I'm less of a person. And I don't think I'm less of a person. I I get what you're saying, right? I really like this. I I, I do. I I want him back on the pod for sure. I need you to have your own seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to come back on the pod with your own seat. Because the thing is this. You're right, but that bitch are. a hoe. No, 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 no. no, no. I know, I'm about to say, no, I'm about to say, she is a hoe. Why? Because she took $40 every time I slept with her. Every time I went to go fuck her, she would not let me just come fuck. I had to buy something. Had to get, she had to get something to eat. Yeah. She had, it was an exchange. Now, if a man was doing the reverse, and so you, you were a John, too. so you were John, you were okay with being called a John? Yeah. yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you dealing with, you dealing with niggas that don't care. No, bro, because a John got a negative connotation too. Yeah, that means you broke. Here's the thing: you can't get <laughs> sex without trading or something. We ain't got no money. You can't get sex without trading or something. But now with her, now with his hoe, no. you know what I'm saying? Cause she a hoe. Now if she wasn't a hoe. I could, bro, but because she a hoe, no I'm a John, sense, bro. Oh <laughs> Because you, you have to admit, because you, you have homegirls and you know there's been girls out here. I am fucking this nigga for rent. I don't like him like that, but he's providing a value. And then there's a nigga that I really like that can't do shit for me. Bitch, you's a hoe. 
Cause you fucking for rent. Weird. You can't get a job. You can't figure out your own shit. So what yeah. about what about all the men who are here fucking to have a place to sleep? Them they hobo They hobo They They hobo That's what I'm saying, bro. We are we are agreeing. We are agreeing. We don't even need this shit. Sleep right now, bro. Yes. Yes. Nigga, I came to I came to uh, Atlanta 2008, bro. There has been times in my life where I was a hobo sexual. Yeah, yes. I'm clear about that. So that's why I can look at you and say, "Bitch, you a hoe." Yeah. And the only reason why it has changed, <laughs> and the only reason why it has changed, because women are starting to make money and they are starting to do a value exchange. Right. Nigga, I ain't trying to have you come spend the night. Right. I'm gonna buy you an Uber. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck you. I'm gonna send you an Uber home. Oh, you need some rent money? You need some? Here you go, little nigga. Go get treat- out of my face. But, but see, Eldridge's like, definition of hobosexual, like being a man, I ain't gonna lie. That's a little bit. That's a little bit lesser than a hoe. To be honest with you, because it's only because, and just being God, real, damn. he ain't there no more, but he's expect as a man, you're expected, you're not expected to be that, right? You as know, it's man, all love. You ain't got a home. Yeah. Only home so no got way, no way, nah, no home. way I'm fucking you. No way I'm, first no, I'm fucking you for First of all, first of all, you bro, can I be real with you though? Can you, can I be real with you? Can I be real with y'all though? Hey, but look, we already passed that. I already said I, I tried one time, but look. No, you can though. Look, but look. What? And look, at what expense? You can, but at what expense? The money. Can you turn a hoe into a husband? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. A lot of husbands. I've I've never tried it, but I'm pretty sure you can. But but why can't you turn a hoe into a house? You can. I just said it's a hard hard process. And what's the price? How much you willing to put in? I'm from the country, man. You know, we we got horses on our farm. And the process of breaking a horse, it, it takes a lot of time. You know what I'm saying? So the process of converting a hoe to a housewife, it's like a lot of behavior and it's a lot of change. The behavior of a hoe and the behavior of a housewife is A to Z. You got to have a lot of patience. And the price to pay. To do that. The you price to pay is every now and then she's going to want to go to the Oscars with her ass out <laughs> and a little titty show. Is this the price you pay? One, one time every five Bro, years, just, her ass got to come out. I just hear a lot of fear. <laughs> all I all I hear in this conversation yeah. is a lot of fear. Yes, a fear of my investment. Is afraid, Do you know how much like, I paid into this home? I done paid a lot of money into this home. I need her to stay. Man, I don't want to hear none of that scary shit. No, no, no. We just we just ladies, ladies, ladies. Some people market that your security. Some say a standard. We just piling. We just piling. We just piling. We really know. Y'all dig through the crates. Let me see that girl ass, bro. So, 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 so. Oh, he finna show it. Oh, he's coming to show you. He said, I'm gonna show you right now. I don't wanna see it. I don't wanna see it. It's the cover art, y'all. That's gonna be the podcast. I don't wanna see it. I don't wanna see this shit. Oh, no. Oh, see. Oh, my God. Hey, look, show me off camera. Hey. But, but, I don't oh, want to see. This girl looking at a podcast right now, mad as hell. <laughs> he gonna show it. Hey. Oh my but, god! But, but, but hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. I don't want to. I'll be potty, y'all. Come on, I don't want to. We can be potty. But straight up though, straight up though. I, I, I really, I really want to know though. I really want to know though. What it look like? So, so that's your fact. So, 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 so show me off camera too. Hey, but uh, no, Man, off camera, off, off, off camera. No, nah, but seriously though, <laughs> seriously though, your woman want to wear a two piece at the beach. 
It's a time and place. Come on, so bro. You're, you're okay. You're okay with the. Come on, you're, bro. You're okay. I just, I'm, I just, I'm, I just, for me, for me, I don't see some sex in one piece. Personally, yeah. Listen, but 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 it's a time and it's, it's a time and place, bro. So it's, it's so, a, listen, all, all I'm saying is like all but, I'm saying but, is, but it was a theme at the Oscars. Nigga, you can find three pictures in that three. You can find three. You can find three pictures that reflect that theme that year. Can't find more than that. How many like, people like were there? To, it was to, over 300 to people. The, to these brothers' point, it's a conversation. It's a and for my girl, we've had conversations. She knows what she can and cannot wear. One. Two, we also have open communication. Right. And there's certain outfits if I put on, she, she don't want to put on job. without her. She's like, nigga, you look too good. Sweat in pants and all that. You're yeah, like, you yeah, looking like, too good in there. Where you going? Like, the first thing she had, nigga, but that's, that's, but that's, it, right, that's it right there. That's, it's it's conversations yeah, about yeah, y'all boundaries. There, there is no yeah. standard. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, we, we over here talking like there's a standard for men, there's a standard for them. There is no standard. We know it ain't no standard. We know some niggas get tried like hoes. We get that, bro. It's different standard, So I get And some niggas be ready, like, some niggas be ready because some girls also know they nigga like it sound like his girl know I'm gonna wear this shit out because I'm gonna try if a nigga try something crazy right. he gonna hop on that ass right right, right 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 like you got and you gotta know your girl yeah you got and, and yeah. I like the I like and the part I, where you said I what's think, the why behind it yeah and I think that that that's one and two your girl has to know her man I mean there you go there and that, you know and, and that's I think that that's why I was that's that was my next thing I was gonna I'm say assuming, like, you know, you I'm assuming got, he done beat a nigga up in front of his girl before I, that's why she <laughs> that's, that's why she's so confident <laughs> he's ready to fight he, he said trust me he knows some martial arts hey, can you have lost that fight she wearing everything he knows some martial arts he knows some martial arts yeah that's nigga was a teacher in New York New York bro look old Joe Clark ass <laughs> nigga baseball bad ass nigga this nigga ready it's called it's called yeah. insurance my, <laughs> my my girl know me like shit nigga slap my girl laugh we gonna have to laugh it off like bro you a fool bro why you do that hey Elder gonna say let me slap the other cheek he gonna ask the nigga okay hey E let me ask you a question how far do you let stuff go until you interrupt like you know if somebody coming to approach your girl at what point are you interrupting to say hey hold on bro like what's that's the interruption hold on, hold on. That, that's, that's a great question <laughs> but it's a false question because you assume that my girl got to leave the house as soon as that nigga take that breath you know nigga take that breath of confidence uh, like, <laughs> talk to hey my boy let me stop you right here <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Hey, my boy. Hey, my boy. Hey, my boy. Hey, look. Hey, look. But, but now, nah, like, oh, as far man. as, as far as oh. conversation, conversation again, oh, like, again, we know, sense. we know there are dudes that are just fucking thirsty and they mm-hmm. are going to hound your woman no right. matter what the fuck she wearing. She could yes. be wearing a dress to her ankles or she yep. could be wearing a bathing suit. We know that. So that's even Eric Campbell be, had a full dress on and niggas was like, you see them curves? Yeah. You exactly. see them curves? <laughs> exactly. So I'm trying like, to go to church. Let, let's just be real on there. So uh, I know we be potting and we be joking on here, but we, we're very clear ladies that 
y'all just because y'all wear it don't mean you could change the clothes today and a nigga that same nigga Don was here last week with the nipples out and went like niggas in here like oh I'm not gonna suffer yeah 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 right come on edit edit right there edit right there you got that edit that's hard for you yeah 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 time stamp time stamp that right there time stamp I'm like I had to I had to hurt my eyes I'm like it's cold in here just nigga that was good air on Look, but now what I'm saying is like for me, I'm the type of dude. Somebody talking to my girl, like I, well, you know, can I be real? I'm actually still learning how to go out with a woman. Mm, like that's a serious conversation. That's, a, that's I'm a actually real. I'm so used to being single, so used to being a dude to come there and enjoy your girl with her ass out. Yeah, I'm getting used <laughs> to having my own girl with me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, I, I think um, that's real. That's, that's, low key, I think that's real. <laughs> That's funny, but I, I think that's a real thing. Nah, that's like, a real like, thing. Because like, I don't know how to do it. Like, like even how to walk, like, yeah. how to walk with the woman. Like, like, cause I'm such, cause y'all know, y'all don't see me at events. I be Move. zigzagging through the crowd, talking to everybody that's I know, a real thing. doing that with somebody with you. Unless, like, I need a woman that is strong enough, secure enough to. She got to be on the same level. Stay in the car and wait on me to come oh, back. Oh, nah, nah, look. Cause he, be, he, be, he, he be crossing lines, bro. He be crossing lines. We was at an event with my mom. He said something slick like she was looking good. I said, hold on, nigga. You talking to anybody, bro. You say anything to anybody. I'm sitting right there. What's going on, bro? Not on the pod, nigga. Not on the pod. R.I.P. R.I.P., my boy. Oh, my God. Yeah, cut that one out. But not, but, but, but real talk, I think, I think it's twofold. I think first is, are you, what type of person are you, right? I think that like me, everybody know me, club, going out is not my scene. Same, yeah. However, I do like to go out because I like seeing people have a good time. Me personally, as long as I'm chilling, you know, a little, you know, doing my thing, yeah. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not like a, oh, the club going out. Like I never was that dude. So if I was, when I was dating, and I used to date women who wanted to go out all the time. We just wasn't compatible because when we went out, that's not my scene. The only time I was compatible are with women who, when we go out, they just let me be me. Yeah. And they be like, all right, yeah, we're going to chill. Like, this is how I keep this. Now, on the other hand, parks, museums, seminars. Like, I used to love a good seminar. Like, if, if you can come with me to this, and we can learn, mm. co-learn. Then I can, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we can come up together. And I think that every person just has to know where they at, and, and that's girl, where a girl going on a romantic night to Gary V. Hey, <laughs> like, like, hey, that so, ass, so that ass. Look for me, for me, it's like it's all about the why. So, so yesterday I smoked my first cigar. Shout out my brother Logic. What y'all, what y'all it? He ain't smoked no cigar. Yeah, I did. I got, I got video footage too. I, don't like, I got yeah, proof. Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm all about the why, right? And when I learned the concept of a cigar, you're not inhaling. You just yeah, he's just tasting the smoke. Yeah, that's... And literally just, why the fuck are we doing this? Yeah, that no, is. no, it can't give you, it can't give you a little high. It but, can a little bit. Well, little well I guess I got some cheap ones in that humidifier, <laughs> like because I didn't feel nothing. I was like, why are we doing this shit? Right, right? The taste. So it's the why, right? So the why for me always going out to party and shit was to get women. So yeah. going out with my woman to a party is always been a foreign, doesn't yeah. make sense concept. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm sit like. 
Shout out to them. I love them niggas that be out with that girl and the girl be dancing. They be having a good time. That's never been me. Well, I can only go to clubs where people dancing though, because I because we got to dance now. Mm-hmm. That whole just chilling club, I hated the chilling. But, but what like I'm compound, saying is, when compound, it, I used to, I used to even hate even real. being out with my girl, bro, I'm not trying. Like, why would I even put my girl in that position? Like, you don't even twerk that good. Why would I put you in a room full of all these women? Cause Cause y'all, y'all, see, I disagree on that right. point. You got yeah. your girl with you. It's like, okay, cool. It's like, yeah, you know, dancing. she gonna, you know what I'm, it is. I'm, you know, I'm, she I'm, only dancing on you. Of course, niggas man, gonna come that up. That shit boring. Like, let's go somewhere where it's just us. Like, why the fuck uh, we here? Like, that's for? me. I'm just telling. I'd rather go I, to I, a concert. Where else would you go? You want to like, We can go to a concert. We can go out to a restaurant. We can go to a movie. But going to a club, nigga, I come to the club, nigga, I go to the club. I'm getting some shouters. But, like, but she want to yeah. dance. Where, yeah. where you go? Yeah, where you go dance? Dance? Like, Your girl gonna have that itch to do to to do yeah. dance and have the fun like other girls. So telling, you I'm might as well go with her. I'm telling y'all niggas, I'm learning. But you will let your girl go out by herself, though, right? I'm yeah, yeah, I mean, oh. yeah. And, and we, she, 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 she got a dress code. It's a dress code, a dress code before, nah, she, nah, nah, before nah. she leave the house. Nah, nah, nah. Hey, 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 girl, I'm dressing to change the clothes. Like you just go to school. She go to her girl's house and change the clothes. Hey, you see her IG? He like she didn't have it on. I mean, I let my girl. My girl, she went out the other day with her girls to revival. You know what I'm saying? To revival. I let my woman sure out all the time. Oh man! <laughs> oh, he checking his girl down before she go to revival. Like damn, what? I tell her what she gonna do for the club. That dress too tight. But nah, I, uh, like like ladies, like we said, we fine. But we all know, like over this month, I did learn a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna a little bit because I'm a girl dad, so I be trying to balance that shit out. Because mm. like, yeah, that's real. I do be trying like it's 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 so hard because when you have a little girl, you see what stereotypes yeah. we perpetuate ourselves and vice versa. Like we talk about hyper masculinity and then you realize, oh, some of the women perpetuate that, that shit. Yeah. And like we just said about the money thing. Valentine's Day, I've been You've perpetuating been that, yeah. shit. My my daughter's twelve years. Yeah. Six years of school, she's gotten something from me every year. Yeah. By the time her first little boyfriend called doing it and he ain't doing it like that. Yeah. It's gonna be a little issue. You know what I always tell my partners with 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 girls, I say don't raise your daughter to be the woman that you wouldn't date. Cause we talk about the women that we wouldn't date. So don't raise your daughter to be that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like that's how you have to somewhat look at it. To but ma- this to- nigga wouldn't date a girl with her ass light out. <laughs> I'm saying like, well, I'm saying far as in value. It's weird because the standard, if you talk to a 50 year old, it's like the standard on the women that were like 50 is much different than the standard, which you're going to have to have for your daughter because of what's cool and what's not cool. So it's, it's weird because if you talk to somebody who's 50 and when they were coming up, they didn't have to have some of the same conversations that you're going to have to have with your daughter in the difference in what's going on in today's world. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's just different. And it balances too, because my my daughter's mom is a good woman too. So she has that, like, that balance. Very great balance. Like, I probably, like, she has a good example of, like, what a woman Woman, should do. So, like, that part. That's funny. A lot of damn edits. Um, you know, before we get about this, first of all, appreciate y'all, man. It's been, it's it's been good to just have, like, uh, back and forth banter, like yeah. niggas, we don't agree, yeah. but you know yeah. we can just always right, we right. always can find some common ground. It's right. always just a good time to have the brothers around, but because we all want pussy, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Hey, whether it's a whole pussy or not, everybody, man, take a minute to give us a gem, man. What's your like? Just one gem you want to give to the world? What statement you want to lead the world with? I'm gonna let everybody get a uh, say out, uh-huh. and you can tell people how they can find you, follow you, and all that good stuff. Your life is yours. Hmm. You make the decisions in it. Um, you can follow me on IG at InJustTime. That is I-N-J-U-S-T-T-I-M-E. Mr. Jones. Um, I guess mine would be to just stand on integrity, man. What you say matches what you do. That's in your friendships. That's in relationships and everything. Um, follow my channel, Arts Aroma. And yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at UndisputedChamp. Uh, I'd say that after listening to this podcast, uh, most advice is bad advice. <laughs> you can find me at Dante Monte on IG or Village Microphone. Like you, man. I ain't, I ain't in the camera. I ain't trying to be in the camera, but my one gym. They're going to see the stomach, and, and, and I don't want them to see that. But the one gem I, I have, become who you are. Mm. Oh, and um, like you can follow me on all social media at Cheddar, Cheddar Feeney, C-H-E-T-T-A-F-I-N-I. Be a vessel. Be a vessel. Be a vessel. Yes. Cheddar. Uh, anybody else in there? JJ in there? Okay. Um, man, I, I would say uh, what's been beautiful about this, I would say bridge the gap. So speak and listen. That's between the younger generation and older, older generation. Uh, just understand it's all it's all love. We all want uh, great for one another. So bridge the gap. Cool. That's what's up. Mogul you Mall, M O G U L M A L, all platforms. Your mic right there. <laughs> hey man, say man. Hey man, say man. Uh, one thing I say. Just be you. Just don't don't live nobody else's dream. Live your dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow me on IG, Cozy Boy JJ. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Evan, Evan, you got something you got to genuinely lead the people with, man? Yeah. Um, yeah, keep it simple and drink. Watch her. <laughs> no, no, keep it real simple. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, shout keep it simple. Uh, shout out to the Muslim in the building. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's up? Like? <laughs> uh, yeah, if not here on IG, E V N O T H E R E. DJ Ebo in the building. <clears throat> T. Uh, you know, just pie. We'll see y'all next week. That's, 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 that's <laughs> my mind, man. man. Look, look. <laughs> Hey, man, we love it, man. Appreciate y'all, brothers, again. Uh, thank y'all for coming out. We say this every week, y'all. We love y'all. We need y'all. But most importantly, we can't wait to see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Just Elders Podcast. Get your tickets for the live pod, episode 200, April 23rd. Let's go. Tune in on the podcast.
yeah. Real things, you know we gon' last, yeah. Kick it back, kick it back, kick it back.